What's going on, world? New episode of the Soul Searching Podcast. Uh-huh. Your boy Soulful Mike on the check-in. Got a yeah. super special guest in the building. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let my regular co-hosts go ahead and introduce themselves. You know who it is. Just me, Rome, uptown, downtown. Rome's around, baby. Yo, it's the kid Joey Gold 24K, a.k.a. Joey Golden. Go to joeygold24k.com. Get a shirt. Sit your ass down somewhere. Go <laughs> go to iTunes, Spotify. Download Problematic. Save it to your favorite playlist and all of that. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Digest it. All that good you know stuff. what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. What up, y'all? It's Sean Paper Chaser Williams yeah. from OSD and Social yeah. Studies. Yes. That's right. Let them know, man. Yeah. We have some fun talking kicks tonight. Yes, yes. In the building. Appreciate you taking that time out. Hey, you like know, always. You ain't got to twist my arm to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I, I looked, I was looking them up and it said OSD. I'm from a crew called OISD. I was like, OSD. I was like, that's kind of close. <laughs> it's supposed to happen. <laughs> that's dope. Oh, man. All right. First thing we're going to get into, name your price game. Okay. Take mm-hmm. sneakers. Haven't been retro yet. We decide. We talk about the re, uh, regular retail price. Mm-hmm. Would you pay retail? Would you pay a little more? Pay a little less. This is mm-hmm. stock price, stock rise, stock rise, stock drop kind of thing. Okay. First thing we got, the Zoom Kobe 6, Grinch edition. Mm-hmm. When these came out, these retail for 130 Yep. Mm. Joey, I see you making faces over there, mm. so I want to start with you. How much you paying for these? I like 130. You know me, I don't really like one low tops like that. Uh-huh. But, but what about these? I could rock with this 130. That's nice. That's a good I price. I like that. And plus for those, and I you know what I'm saying, I, I like Kobe too. So mm-hmm. I like those. Current resale price right now on Flight Club is $900. $900? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. I'm with you on that 130, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 130? Not more I, than that? If no I'm Nike, I'm not Man, how would that even? What would that do to the resale? Well, look at KD fours. The KD fours just came back out today, yeah. and they cost one forty when they retail. They was one hundred, mm-hmm. so you got a forty dollar increase for the most popular. It was ninety nine point. I mean for the. I mean, <laughs> I mean for the for the resale, like on like stock X and whatnot. Yeah. Does that lower the, or do you have to have the exact ones from two thousand? Nah, you gotta have the retros, probably. You would probably have to have those. If the new ones come back out, they would be worth something, but not as much. Like, we're looking at that. I mean, because they putting release. in new tech in the Kobe's, aren't they? I don't want Zoom Kobe 6s with Nike reacting. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we're I'm not good. doing that. Yeah, that's I'm not, that's not what we're doing. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. No, no one should do that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's not okay. No uh, how much you paying, Rome? Uh, I like those. So. Mm-hmm. The most I'll do for those is 150. Man. 150? That's it. I'll give them an extra 20, but that's it. I ain't going over that, man. I'm at 160, 170. That's my max. 170 is my max. That's with tax. That's generous. That's with tax, by the way. That's no, with tax. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you said with tax. That's with tax. I'm, I'm at like 167.25. I'm not doing that for half the sneaker. I like them, Jay. They clean. And the Kobe 6, I feel, was his best Kobe. Them and the 7s. Yeah, I like the six. Yeah, I really like the fours. The fours was cool. it came up a little too high. Though. I don't know. It was a little. Yeah, those joints was too crazy. I, I, I I'm good with those. I'm good with those. All right, those were the first low tops. That's why I was. Yeah. Okay. Next we got Damian Lillard's Bape sneaker, the red edition. When these came out, these cost one fifty. When, when they these came, came out, out two months ago. Yeah, two months ago. Um, All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. These came out one fifty. Resale for these right now is six eighty five on Flight Club. Six eighty five. This isn't the most coveted one out of the three that released, 
your regular camo one is your most coveted pair, but how much are we paying for these if these I come back out? I don't want none of them. I just... What? No. You're not feeling those? No, nah, those, is, those is fire. Nah. Um, Y'all can have them. I won't be how mad at you. What you said? How much? 150. 150? I, I give them. I give them one sixty for man, those one seventy. <laughs> those is fire though, I like man. It. I like Look, those. Man, man, I'll buy them. You could do a lot with those, Joey. Come no, on, you man. can do a lot with them. I'll buy them for. <laughs> I'll buy them for a hundred, and then I'll give one of y'all one pair. I mean one <laughs> one, one, one shoe. Nah, you could man, do. You nah. could do a lot with one pair, and you could do a lot with the other oh, one. Come on. With one with one shoe. Come on, Sean. How you feel about them? Pass. <laughs> We're not even gonna put a price on it at all. No, that, that side I of like, the table is not feeling it. We're not feeling it. I like Dame Lillard's shoe uh -huh. model, but this one ain't. It's not it. What's the big deal about Bape on a basketball shoe? Now I like the I like the whole concept, the teeth and stuff like uh, that. The, the, that's the part, I like it. That's the part that we've gets seen me, the teeth, teeth on the side of a shoe before. It's an Air Jordan Five. Yeah, yeah. But, you right? But is not, it the but height? Not like is it that, the height though. beast? But not on an Adidas. Is it the height beast <laughs> right. about it that you don't like, or what is what that's is it exactly about? what it is? I mean, okay. the Dame Four is a good shoe by itself. But even if even to me, that. even if it didn't have the bait. Cosign, I still would cop those. I would pay the 150 for those. Uh -huh. Even if Adidas, the if like Adidas just put them yes. out without the bait, I, like that, I still Jay. pay for I still would have paid too. the 150 for it. I would too. Cool. I like those. Cool. I like those. I like those. Yeah. I'll give them one. This side of the table is feeling it yeah, over yeah. here. I'll give them 170, <laughs> man. 170. That, that side is drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. All right, next. Um, We have the Air Presto Acronym Edition. The high tops, the vault colorway. When these came out, these were two hundred. Very sought after too. Very clean. Resale for these is eight hundred. God damn. Yeah. God Surprisingly, damn. a little cheaper than the, for than the Kobe's. Yeah, for a Presto. Well, this is the high top Presto. High top with the zipper. I really like those, man. Damn. Let's start with you, Sean. How much you paying for these? Pass again. Damn. Really? Word. We need a reasoning. You will never get me to pay any more in retail for a Presto, and I don't even want to pay that. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a Presto. We're going Allen Iverson here. We're talking about practice. <laughs> We're talking about Presto. Not the game. <laughs> but Prestos are very comfortable. Yes, they are. Prestos were comfortable when they originally came out. Facts. And that's I've had a whole that's lot of them. Too. I can't see any justification. No, None. you good? All I can't see it. Mm, Joey, how much were they? Two. Two hundred. I could throw two up on there. You could throw two on it. He being nice now. See? I could throw two. <laughs> I like nice. those. I really like those. It's mainly because of the colorway. The I like vault, the colorway. The color. yeah. dance, I, just, I, like I really like the colorway. Rome, how much you paying? But I ain't put. It, that's I ain't paying is, for the man. black ones. I ain't gonna lie. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. You know, y'all know how I roll. I, I got a certain limit, but those right there, I give them the two for it. I give them the two. Like I'm, you said, I'll do it for the vote and the colorway. Yeah, I, I like love the colorway. The colorway is crazy, man. I'm I'll at do it. two. If I'm like, if it's tax time fly and I'm balling, I just got my <laughs> income tax and I'm going to do my tax time fly. I'm at like three hundred. That's the max. God damn. But, that, but no, that means you I got them it. A, you giving them an extra buck, Mike? Yo, I would. Okay, I would. Man. All right, bro. I could do some you things. Feeling good, yeah. today, bro. <laughs> you you feeling good today, bro. You feeling good today, You need to start a charity. You might have really got his tax. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that been going. I wish. <laughs> that been going. Oh, hey. man. Nah, I would do I would do three though. I would do three. You need to, you need to start a charity where you just giving away. Just <laughs> giving away. <laughs> All right. Next, we have the Air Max One, liquid gold edition. When these retail, these cost one seventy five. When these came out, 
Rome, we're going to start with you. How you feeling about these? He made the face. <laughs> By the way, these are reselling for 500 How much are they? Uh, 175 How you feel about them, Rome? How you feel about these? What do you even do with them? I mean, like, those are gold. You ain't finna run but, nowhere. How much you paying? You know what those are going to look like after walking 10 blocks? I don't know. Aluminum foil. I don't know, man. You can I say mean, what? what? You those are, I, I, I can't. I just can't. You ain't buying them? You said 170. Right? 175. 175 for those? Nah, I can't. You step in one puddle, it's good, over, man. Word, man. Don't no, forget stepping in anything. One just kid, walk. one kid, one kid <laughs> at work scuffed my the... joints in a minute. Scott was done, yo. I can't. I can't do yo. it. Joey. No. Nah? I'm passing. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass on those, man. I'm passing. I'm with him. I'm passing. I'm not even giving him a price. know what you going to say, bro. I'm not even going to give him the price. I don't, I'm not giving him no money. I do 100. I would do 100 for those. I wouldn't pay for them. I would do 100 for them. That's, I'm good. Those are a long $25.99. <laughs> long rebound. Outlet. Those are a long outlet rebound. Pass. Outlet, um, two-step layup. Oh man! <laughs> One on off the catch. No, the yeah. ball don't touch ball the floor. Ball don't even touch the floor. Ball don't touch the Textbook floor. Textbook outlet. Clap West back sell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clap backboards. Oh man! All Those right. don't even hit the floor. All right, last one. Mr. Kendrick Lamar signed with Nike recently. We we put out them. He put out them Kung Fu Cortezes, the Kung Fu Kenny Cortezes. When he's retailed, these was a hundred dollars. Nice clean pair of Cortezes. Most yeah, Cortezes Cortez. is what seventy five, eighty. I feel Cortezes are the Stan Smiths, the Nike, Basically. for the most part. <laughs> yeah, kind of. They yeah. trying. They trying. Uh, it's, it's, it's the Stan Smith. It's always around. You can find you a pair of Cortezes for the most part. What y'all paying for these? What's the retail? What's y'all paying? You said they seventy though. Nah, these cost a hundred. Oh, a hundred. These was a hundred. I'm done with all red sneakers, but I'll give, I'll give, give look, man. They Kendrick Seth. Lamar's, though. <laughs> you going to sound like, you go. to Reebok were way he, better. Is he, they, they actually <laughs> were. They actually that's were. That's a fact. Hey, he's trying to pimp a butterfly right now. I'm, <laughs> those look like bowling shoes. Let me get a good look at those. Those look like bowling cool. shoes. And, all, and they, all red. I'm done with all red they, sneakers altogether. But they say the Kung Fu Kenny joint on the top of the shoe, and it said damn on the corner. Is it pre- oh. Yeah, damn is right. Is it <laughs> damn? Hold on. So these is premium leather? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll give them I don't care buck. where they got the I'll, damn I'll leather. I don't care where they got the damn those. leather. You go over 100? Because look, the pre- they got the premium leather on the $75 joint. Hold on, hold on. He said I'm not going to go over 100. You going over 100? I'll give them 110. <laughs> you gonna price it right? <laughs> you really gonna price it right? Me right now. One, so you gonna go one twenty the most for those? Only because, only because they Kendrick and they got the and they got the um. Look, the, man, I oh, love all Kendrick yeah, albums. Right, it got all the other features okay. on it to represent Kung Kendrick, Kenny, yeah. the Kung Fu Kenny, and you know the album, the damn. Do they got? Do I'll they do got that. stuff in the box? Do they got a card with it or something? The box is just not regular, orange so and white. Oh no, get extra laces. Come on, do man. we get extra well, laces? You got the opportunity to go to the show when he on tour with TDE, and then they had special Nike merch that went with this. So you had to go on tour. But I got to go to the show. Yeah, you got to go to and the show. And then if you close to the stage, you could get them to so sign them. So wait, they, so they wait, so wait. That's it. It's so over. Wait. So I'll give them 120. So you, tell, so you telling me uh-huh. the sneaker isn't 100. 
No, no, it's, it's 100 plus whatever you paying for the ticket. That's if you want the merch. If you want and the <laughs> if, merch. If, if you want the so merch. So it's not $100, I'm swearing. But you're getting the experience of TDE, though. I could go there and the sneakers I got on. Yeah, you yeah. could. And get the merch anyway, you see? Yeah. And then they did offer it, though. They which, did. Mean, which means the whole point of this... But they did, right they here. did offer the running merch. out. It's running thin. They offered it separately on Nike. Of course, you know how that goes on the sneakers app that was gone in like two minutes. Yeah. But you got the experience to go, go see Kendrick, go see J Rock, Schoolboy, Absol, SZA, Isaiah Rashad. I would, you working for TDE? Word. <laughs> <laughs> he promoting the tour. Yo. Try to, try to yo. Hype listen, if they listen to yo, holla at us. He know. He know. He know, man. He know. Oh. Look. You buying them or no? I, look, I give him 70. 70? 70. Not 70. 70. <laughs> 70. I give him 70. Real country 70. <laughs> How we feel, Sean? How we feel about him? <laughs> Like they Kendrick red. They all lot. red though, but man. not that much. I, look I, like can Ken, I can rock with Kendrick musically all day, but those Cortez. They red and black. My feet though. too. My feet too big for to be wearing bowling shoes outside. <laughs> nah, ain't they red and black? Red, <laughs> they, black they mostly, and white. They mostly, mostly red, red though. though yeah, right? It is most. The black strings make it pop though. Yeah, though. but it is most. I'm I'm kind of like wrong. I can't go no more than one twenty. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. with tax. Right. That's another one with tax. I'm looking like I'm finna whip tax. Only because I'm looking like I'm finna roll a spare in the street. Yeah, that's the only reason. But a regular pair? No, I, I mean, I don't wear do Cortez's. I'm you finna look like I'm finna bowl a strike in the, the street. The most famous pair of Cortez was the one Forrest, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and even though the 75. And those, exactly. Yeah, those are 75. Well, we Kend- got it. Kendrick ain't got no moments in those. Not yet, but if you've seen him performing them, you you make the moment in your me- in your brain. Oh, that's that Kanye <laughs> Look, man, I need <clears throat> I need I need Drake. I need Drake to stop ducking Duckworth. That's what I'm talking about. If Drake stops ducking Duckworth and they could really have a square off with the Kendrick Lamar, whatever Nikes he got on. Ooh, and, uh, and that would and be Nike Adidas. versus Adidas. Yeah, that's what I'm that's exactly what yeah. I was saying. You sure did. That's exactly what I'm Drake saying. With Adidas. Strategic that's, marketing. That's, yeah. <laughs> Who got the deeper pockets? Mm. <laughs> who got the deeper pockets? Who got who got the marketing budget for this war? What are the rappers is on? You Nike? need money to go to war. <laughs> are the rappers on Nike? I don't know. It's, wow. it's kind of thin right now. Mm. It's kind of thin right now. I was gonna right say yeah, Travis Scott. Everybody switches sides. Travis Scott is with Nike. Jordan. He was Jordan. He got an Air Force One though. Nah, he got a, he got a four coming yeah, out. Oh, he's got a four yeah, coming out. I love oh, those. The no Cactus more. Jacks. Them joints yeah. is fire to me. That's cool. I was gonna say I want I wanted this to go a little deeper, but not. Kendrick and Travis Scott versus Drake and Nah Nah, nah it ain't no and it's just Drake it's just Drake I just want everybody to get involved that's why Nah I, like I don't need I don't need no Royal Rumble Nah I like that make it a little What's, tag match That wouldn't be I mean Ken, Kendrick and Travis do do I think make we already know together. who would win Yeah Kendrick got it We already know who would win that marketing war between the two of them I think the marketing war I think I Drake would I don't know Adidas might Adidas might surprise some people. I think Drake would. They commercials lately. They've been real good. I'm going to give one away. Okay. Give one away. Don't be giving one away because it's already been talked about. Uh-huh. Whatever Adidas decides to do with Kanye, Pusha, or them, all Nike has to do is just simply retro all of Kanye's Nike shoes. It's over. Mm. And they put out an easy one. That's a good that point, bro. That's a good point. That is true. <laughs> That's because a good yo, and, and they'll do it on the same day. Yep. 
That's a good point. That Adidas is planning to do whatever they're going to do. On the, the day of Nike Yeezys, the day of Adidas, the day of Adidas, Solar Red, Solar Red Tools, boom. Yeah, they, yeah, they gonna change the name. Yeah, they, they, they have to change the name oh, of it. Solar God. Red Tools, boom. That's a great point. Bro. Game mm, over. That's so quiet. Point. It's never good to fight with somebody who still owns all the artistic and intellectual property of yours. Mm. That's, that a be, that's a great point. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be. I mean, Wayne, Wayne was that's fighting petty, Birdman yeah. for like five been years. About. Wayne was fighting yeah, Birdman for like five years, yo. He been talking regularly about Nike since before he even left. Yeah, that's so. They could really just get on some. Oh, that's nice. New shoe. Petty. Red October's that, next week. Yo, Boom. That would be crazy. Though. Overnight. And you know they got them. You know how many? You know they got them. They're in the factory. And, wait, and, wait, yeah. and they'll GR them. Imagine. <laughs> imagine walking and in this a footlocker and, 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 and you see a. And yeah. this oh, my is, God. And this war is over. Yeah. Simple as that. Got that. Got that. And you know what's court, crazy? You, like you said, they probably ain't even spending new money, money on it. That stuff is in the factory already. It's sitting Cause there. Because it's sitting. Not only is it sitting there, they don't got to market this Damn, shit. Because Jordan could do the same with Drake. Wait, any eight, any OVO, whatever he came out with, they could just put that joint out there. Can you imagine walking in Foot Locker, just pick up an Yeezy like nothing? That would be crazy. Put your two hundred down, and, it, and, it, get and it won't be called easy. It'll be it so mellow. I'm still getting them. Yeah, I know yeah. we and all you know, know what they are. Know we, we know what they are. Like, yeah, we know what they are. Really, we calling them the easy. Yeah, I'm be like, I got my. That would be crazy for the culture. Nothing, nothing. No, that would be. It's possible. It would get. That would get deep. Like, I wonder. I wonder if say say there was like a stipulation in the contract. Like some people would be like, all right. We have to wait uh, X amount of years before he's already we, been on Adidas uh, for three years. Three years, so, mm. it's so far. So say, five, say it's five. Say that's why I said In two years, they come and just drop the. Nah, they can do what, it right look, now. Three look, years is enough. They did it. Me, they did it. That's how I see it. No, three no, years I'm is talking enough. about. I'm talking about in writing. It could yeah. be stipulated oh, in contract. Oh, in contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did it with Garnett. They did it with and with with and one. No, not and one. Uh, Garnett had some faux pods that happened and they with, renamed them. Yeah. yeah, they did. Same, same with Frank Thomas at Reebok. Frank yeah, Thomas at Reebok, Reebok, the same yeah. thing happened. They you just put the shoes out, you just don't call them. Yeah, the they didn't I'll call them the big hurt. Yeah, yeah, nothing like Agassi, that. They, oh, Agassiz wow. came back out without the Agassiz logo. Yeah, yep. yeah, they did. True. Yeah, they but sure we still called them the Agassiz. Yeah, we know that. But everybody else looked at them as Red Octobers if they dropped the Red October Yeezys like a mug. Yep. Yo, that would be crazy. Yo, that's a good point, bro. Oh man, Can that you would be fun that though. though. That yeah. would be fun. I want them Yeezys. Man. Everything's Let's possible. See. Whatever they go got, call them. Everything's possible. That's an word. Word. That's serious word. Who, who got who got money for this war, man? Word. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's get into the the episode portion. Cause this man here. We getting serious now? Yeah, we get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Don't worry. We gonna get right back. Don't worry about it. This man here, he knows his history. He's been in the sneaker game for a very long time. He's one of those I consider like Dallas Penn, those OGs that you need to refer back to. So you need to re- get a refresher course on history yeah. so you know your stuff. So it's one of those I got to ask y'all. Do you think, especially with these young kids nowadays, you think they need to be taught like the history and what's happened in the past with the sneaker game and how it's how it's been moving and how it revolutionized Fashion culture and everything. Do I think so? Everybody. Well, 
I mean, it's it's a personal mission of myself and my partners, D, and you know, even when you know your past guest you had on, my boy Fresco, mm-hmm. um, when we brought him in to the mission, um, you have to bridge the gap. The problem is when you look at hip hop music, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody hates the current crop of hip hop music, but there was no body from the old school or elder statesmen that bridged the gap mm-hmm. to what we have now with exactly. garage band beats and mumble rap. Yeah. <laughs> there was nobody that said, yo, let me put some people under the wings because I can't do this forever. So that when I decided to step away, I already got some folks who still pushing things mm-hmm. using the standards that they're supposed to use, right? So when you look at what's going on in the sneaker industry, right, there's a big issue, right? There aren't enough minorities working in sneakers, and there sure as hell aren't enough women working in sneakers. That's a fact. Right? So, who's coming back to teach them? That's true. So, with OSD, we started, as you know, as the first sneaker podcast in the industry back Mm -hmm. in 07. And through our travels and through doing the consulting work, working with some of these big brands, the Nikes, the Jordans, Adidas, the Pumas, everybody, we go to their headquarters, we go to these places, and we see we're not there. Yeah. Mm. But there's constant meetings where people are constantly trying to figure out how to get us to buy what the hood wants. More crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I really say more crap because <laughs> some of the stuff that they come out with, they know it's crap. But they know. It's just a matter of how do they convince you to yeah, get how it. How can they market this? So, Let's put the Nike on the back. <laughs> and having years of exposure to what it's like working inside these companies and what these folks are planning and seeing that nobody in particular there's a lot of people of color who are working for these companies and they don't come back and teach anything they don't tell nobody nothing it's like the best secret in the world you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying to them because now they out there at these headquarters and working in these different cities where they fall away from home and they don't come back and tell nobody nothing and teach nobody now. Is it a fear of being replaced or well, is it a... it's 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 two things. The sneaker industry is a great industry to work in, right? So one of the it's three things that I always tell kids and you know anybody who listen that I love about working in the sneaker industry. Number one, you get to dress how you want every day right. of the week. That's right? That's like an extra bonus. Number plus. two, you get to travel on the company's dime. Where they want you to go, they paying for it. Number three, I haven't paid for sneakers unless I want to in over 12 years. Mm. And when you're working for a sneaker company, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, where do I This sign is a great up? job. Right? <laughs> so, I'm ready. Where, where the app at? Right. You see, now, those, that's the question that when I was a kid, in that conversation, that one sentence I just gave you, that never happened. Mm-hmm. You know that's what I'm saying? Fact. That's game you had uh-huh. to push yourself on to. Right. So... When you look at that parallel, like I said, between what's happening in hip-hop and what's happening with the sneaker industry, and we look at what's happening with the gentrification of sneakers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got certain media outlets out there that just, they want to latch on to what's hot, exploit it for a minute, and then bounce. Yep. But you got so many blogs who don't really accurately report on what this real story is behind mm-hmm. shoes and product and even people who make them. But we got to take control over the narrative of what this stuff is really all about. Exactly. So if we're not going to make it a business of coming back and teaching them what's really going on Mm -hmm. at these companies and letting them know that 
especially in the teenage you know years you guys really hold all the marketing power right now mm-hmm. sneaker companies want you yeah. if you're over 30 sneakers aren't being made for you there are no sneakers being made for you so mm-hmm. chalk it up to the fact that you see stuff you like and you just buy it yeah. but it was not made for you there's no one sitting in a boardroom saying <laughs> let's make a cool sneaker for a 30 year old unless it's an air monarch and that was made a very long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and even now, look, they've tried to make the dad's shoe a, a popular thing. Movement. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They try to make it now a teenage thing, the dad shoe. So we have to make it our business mm-hmm. to show the younger generation, yo, you hold the power. If you decide to walk away from a brand and y'all decide it ain't cool no more, the sales are going to plummet to the point where it's going to be massive layoffs. Yep. Like there were at Nike mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yep. And then you have brands who have fell off in the past. You know, Converse. Converse. <laughs> when Nike had to off, buy them out. Converse <laughs> fell off to the point where they had to be sold. Reebok fell yes. off to the point where Adidas had to buy them. Yep. Fila disappeared. Yeah. Now they're back. They're back up. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not the same anymore. They're, they're an urban outfit. They're, they're, yeah. they're, earned by a, they're owned by a Korean company now. Yeah. So, you know. They're not Italian, you know, Mm-mm. owned anymore. They got a different business model. You know, thankfully to, you know, folks like my man Louis Cologne, who's up there, he got them to reach into the vault and put out stuff from when we were kids yeah. to show people. Which goes for now. Yeah, it works. You know, works but for the kids. There are so many brands that have fallen off just because we simply decided to turn our back. Like, we just woke up and decided, that shit ain't cool no more. Yeah. That is true. That is true. That's a fact. But no one ever explained. The brands didn't even know that that was us deciding, yeah. We done with y'all. Because Fila was hot. Fila was hot. When they first came out, Fila was hot. When you look at at what happened with Mitchell and Ness. We decided one day that. We decided. Jay-Z said one line. (laughs) And he killed their entire business. Right? Yeah. In the song, what more can I say? Yeah. He killed them. They make hats now. <laughs> they do hats. They still do jersey things. They still do yeah, jerseys but it's now. Not, it ain't the same. It ain't yeah, the they same, still an NBA store and stuff like that, but no one's paying that money for that. Right about that. Yeah. One line in one song killed Mitchell and Ness's business. Crazy. That's wild. wild. Yeah, that is wild when That's you think crazy, about it. Bro. So yep. we have a lot of power. We need to realize. Who's gonna it. come back and teach them? Because nobody's doing it. We're too busy focusing on getting kids to be, you know. Aspirational in the field of acting and rapping and sports, mm-hmm. and nobody's even telling them right now. You walking out your crib every day with some real power. Yep. To cripple a business. You provide if free you guys co- if you guys collect exactly. There's somebody making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year sitting behind computer terminals just watching hashtags and seeing what kids across America and across the world are saying mm-hmm. about product. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to know that that's a job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. We have to be able to do that. We can't, you know, for me personally, having years in the music industry, knowing that that's the problem that has us where we are right now, where everybody's criticizing the music the way it is. And sneakers and hip-hop being hand-in-hand. I'm watching the same thing happen. Yeah. And I'm watching people come in and write a different narrative for what sneakers and sneaker culture is all about because we haven't collectively stepped up and taken enough ownership over the power economically and the stories that we tell we put in too much faith in other people's you know media 
and other people say so to tell us what's hot. We don't need you to tell us what's hot. We make that hot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nobody asked you. You know, if we had if we had that mentality, if we all just walked out of here and was like, nobody asked you, we wouldn't pay attention to half the shit we see on Complex or anybody where else. We'd be like, nobody Mm -hmm. asked you. That was nice. I kind of. I feel like the, we don't pay attention to them that like that. You don't. It's, it's certain people. I think the general look, consensus. I, even when, it, even when, like, say we like the show um, that was the, on the, complex, the sneaker shopping joint. Not, not, not oh, nah, Joe but the, jo- the, the joint that Joe Budden left. The millisecond oh, um, he left, everybody we just struck, decided it struggled. wasn't cool no more, and then it was over. Yeah, well, it was the yeah, person they got those too. Are, those are good examples of when it's done here and there, but. If you follow the ethos that you're supposed to, to to follow, based on the establishment of hip hop in the beginning, and remember, like I said, sneakers, are, sneakers and hip hop go together. Mm-hmm. The same rules govern the two of them. It just because sneakers became this big global phenomenon and a multi-billion-dollar business, yeah. they try to separate it. And that's one of the things that I always teach too. You can't separate sneakers from hip hop. It's the culture. It all. It you all can't comes separate. Together. That's nice that you try because there's a multi-billion-dollar machine running now. And yeah. You know, 90 plus percent of Americans wear sneakers and God knows how many other people in Europe. But all of the rules that are supposed to govern it a certain way, you know, as far as a cultural and lifestyle thing, Mm -hmm. they come from hip hop. There's no disputing that. And when people forget it, somebody's got to come along and remind them. And it's the same thing musically. You have people complain about how much money these artists make these days or for music that, yeah, it ain't the same standard of bars from Rakim and G-Rap and Kane and Grandmaster Kaz and everybody. Sure it's not. Mm-hmm. Where were they when it was time for them to sit down with these kids and say, hey, yep. I'm going to show you how to write. I'm going to show you how to make beat. Make this intricate. Da-da-da-da. I'm going to show you what a bad recording contract looks like so that when someone put this thing down in front of you, you don't sign it. <laughs> you take it and well, go, some thank of that, you very Well, much. some of them were under bad <laughs> recording contracts. Almost all of them were. It's hard. I wouldn't say it was hard, but I don't. I couldn't see them sitting somebody down to say, yo, Why not? don't do this. Why not? Because do they even know? What's the fifth element of hip-hop? Knowledge. So if you're not passing it on, then what you doing? But do they have it? Of course they had it. They knew it was in bad deals. No, they had it. But you got to remember, most of them guys was from the hood, and they was just looking at the quick, fast money. It wasn't actually reading the the contract or got a lawyer to look at it, knowing that they was going to get that money. Okay, but look. Exactly. But then they would sign sign deals again, though. Right, but then but again, when they signed that bad that deal, advance. that's when they, <laughs> they understood that, that yo, look, yeah. you know I'm what? talking about the I'm, set on the second deal. <laughs> no, yeah. On the second There's deal, no I'm gonna have my lawyer deal, with bro. me. There's no second deal. Nah, most of them didn't. Most they of those folks, the... they were stuck in the first bad deal mm-hmm. for over ten years. Yeah. Oh damn! Because they were. There's they were, no album mm-hmm. deal after every album. Once you're in, you're in for eight to ten years and one bad deal until you can get out. Remember, LL had ten albums that he had to get done. He just finished that a few years ago. No, it was like twelve. Or something. something like that. Wild, but, right? but that that's was like eighty-eight though. Eighty-eight. We're in two thousand fourteen. Man, that's why I said it was a long time. People had to realize that that fifth element is important and that's why we created the social studies program because it's important mm-hmm. 
That fifth element, which is knowledge, it passes on. Is I know the fifth element is missing because if you ask most people, they say four elements. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Facts. That's a fact. Of course. That's yeah. a fact. <laughs> and, and if you can't even remember the fifth one, how are you going to do it? Exactly. Right? You can't pass it on. That's, that's, but that was like kind of my point. Like, a lot of, I don't, I don't think a lot of dudes that ha- they didn't have the knowledge in the first place to pass down. Now, some of them did Experience and is the didn't. best teacher with certain things. And if yeah. you got a bad deal mm-hmm. and you see somebody like KRS used to tell a story of, and I believe Bun B tells the story too, of when UGK signed to Jive and KRS-One was signed to Jive. And they were so happy to meet him when they saw him in the Jive building. And they were like, yo, teaching with off Karis, yo, we just signed with Jive, yo. And he was like, y'all just signed? Like, literally, did you sign? And he was like, yeah. They were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, why y'all do that? Did you did you read it? Did, did, and he was like, and, you know, they were like, yo, he just, like, shocked us with his reaction because we didn't expect for him mm, to yeah. have that reaction like that. Because he knew he was in a bad deal already. Exactly. Yeah. See, but see, he knew that off his experience, and that maybe <laughs> right. if he did get to them right. early enough, but they would have known. Like, yo, y'all need if, to do and this. And if he might have caught that. them in the lobby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Hold you up. got an entertainment lawyer. Do you got a... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you see you see how a little bit of, you know, being able to share that... But that's KRS, everything. though. But still, so, so <laughs> again... That's yeah. KRS. Again, it's it's it, it's for all of for us. us. We all share that responsibility. Right. You can't just shrug it off because KRS... I'm not saying that nobody wow. has that responsibility. <clears throat> I'm saying KRS would have that, that yo, don't do that. No, totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So who's the KRS but if you for want, us? But, that's but one thing I'm saying. Right. If let's say I'm walking in the building at Dev Jam, is DMX gonna stop me in the elevator? That's Yo, not dog, the person nah, to ask. Don't do it, man. <laughs> that's the wrong person. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I would hope I would yeah. run into J or LL. I would hope. A, I would pray DMX. that Dame Dash is coming down the elevator. <laughs> exactly. I would exactly. have to pray that KRS is coming down the elevator. Yeah, in that yeah. case. So you know yeah. So here I am. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like not everybody was really equipped. To pass mm-hmm. the game. No, like there were that. a lot of people getting caught at the time. I hear what you're saying. Everybody mm-hmm. was caught up in the same scheme mm-hmm. at the same time, but we're 40 years removed from that. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. We talking. We talking. You. They well, telling you, yo, we gonna give you two hundred thousand so, dollars up front. You ain't mm-hmm. thinking about none of that. You like, where right. do I sign? I never so, had that type of money. Like, but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. Cause the the chi- my bad. The children of the children who are. Well, the people who are kids back then who are making the money out there now, now right, right. were the ones that they didn't get stopped in the, or they didn't get spoken to the gap in their wasn't bridged that's yeah. what I'm the saying. gap mm-hmm. wasn't bridged at that point and that's because, my job yeah. that's our job with sneakers Word. that's yeah, our job right? even something as simple as telling the kids about the cars that used to come in the Jordan box I think I think that's important just giving them little not little tidbits like that. And it's like they raising the prices and they making worse quality shoes. Word. And it's like, y'all don't know. We used to have way better quality and more stuff used to come with what we got. But see, I get into arguments with people over that all the time, right? Hmm. Because I look at it both ways. Yeah, they should be giving you higher quality shoes for the money price. that they're asking. Mm-hmm. But let's flip it from 
business wise. The business oh yeah, that's no, smart. no, no. Wait, no, no. I'm not saying from you know profit margin. I'm saying when all of these shoes originally released, who was actually really playing in them? They love Jordan. So you're gonna give him crappy quality? <laughs> that is true. You gonna give him the best? So, so he can be over healthy. years, after like God knows how many retros later. And marketing and experience has already shown you that people pay more for a shoe they never intend to play basketball in. Why are you giving them the best quality? Mm. Mm. That is That's true. A great point. That's a good point. There's not one person we know. Yeah. Common just folk on a nice outfit with the Jordans. Right? There's not yeah. one person we know. Common folk who goes and buy Jordan retros to play in. I know NBA players who do it. I know people in college who do it, but most of them don't even pay for their shoes. Yeah. That's a different story. And the but ankles is the four people in this room, times. people like us. Yeah, I'm not buying. No one is going <laughs> to a store to go buy <laughs> Jordan retros to play ball. ball. Not nah. for two hundred dollars either. No. So if I'm Jordan brand or Nike, and I know that, I'm really gonna pay more to make a shoe. I know you're just gonna walk around in. Mm. That's fair. Yo, I never heard that. Right? I never heard that. We talked about how the quality on other uh, other podcasts. We talked about how the quality of the shoes yeah, has falling. changed from us, when we seen the yeah, first six for or us, the we first know, four. For us, or we know yeah. the difference because we were around when right. it first came out. We saw the first ones. Yeah, the Jumpman on the eleven yeah, is yeah, facing right? the other way. Exactly. Like, you want to lay up now? Yeah, there's like so many different stories we have from seeing the very first pairs. I mean. You look at the purposes of shoes being worn now, everything's a flipping lifestyle shoe yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing it to chill and floss and stunt yeah. and IG it and, and sell it. And, and the brands know that. Yeah. You know, you still have your core performance division for every brand, just about, unless it's a lifestyle brand. And, you know, it was like I was telling Caleb before you guys came in. That's where the money's being made. The money's not being made in this cool guy floss IG resell stuff. Mm-mm. The lights are staying on because of the core need that everyone has for a sneaker to begin with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a Put something on your feet, keep pushing that shit. And we need to be able to educate people on the fact that, yo, regular sneakers keep the lights on. They make the money. Buy stock in Adidas. Buy stock in Nike. Pass on a couple of retros and invest. You won't be sorry. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one is saying this stuff. You know? So that's why we evolved from what we evolved from with the podcast and through our experience being consultants. Yeah. And seeing what we saw when we went to these brands and worked with different companies. Mm-hmm. And we just were looking around like, yo, where we at? We're not in the building, and we're not represented the way we're supposed you know, to be. And then you got a bunch of guys making women's shoes, and it's like, yo, like, do you wear women's shoes? No. So what do you know about making women's shoes? Yeah. Some like, dudes make. This is your job. <laughs> they they wear them. And they, and they, they put, wear the, them and they put the female colors on them. Like, yeah, let's put this color with that color. And that's, you know, so I've it. seen a couple of dudes trying you know, to get the satin, the right. satin ones. Yeah. Through, through, you know, partnership with. The Pencil Footwear Design Academy, which I'm not sure if you guys know what that is, mm-hmm. but that's, you know, my boy Dwayne Edwards, he created that program back in 2009, 2010, and he left Jordan Brand at the highest possible, most coveted position working for that company, senior design director for Jordan Brand when he left. Wow. Because he got tired of seeing nobody 
with any real talent coming through, and particularly women and minorities, were not coming through the doors anymore. Mm-hmm. And the only way you're going to foster that relationship between the companies and the future talent that's coming out is you got to leave and do it yourself. He did that, and we did that. You know, we're looking for the people who aren't necessarily the best designers. We're looking for the people who are the best at everything else that's related to the whole sneaker business experience. And that's important because... You need a legal team at sneaker companies. You, know? mm. you need community relations. Mm. That's true. You need IT. Shoot, Nike even PR. gave the jan- Nike yeah. even gave the janitor a shoe one year. Anybody remember the wet floor SBs? Wow. Those were made by the janitor. Man. So it's crazy. <laughs> I got the wrong job. I need to be sweeping Whoa, or at Nike. <laughs> at Nike, about to get a janitor job, man. That's crazy. Wow. Man. So, I mean, there's so many different ways to get in the door at the industry, man. Yeah. And no one is teaching, like, in detail, you know? You have people across the country who, you know, might be dabbling a little bit in their little corner here there. Mm -hmm. But nothing on the grand scheme and scale that we're looking to do. We've taught in eight or nine different countries through online instruction. We've taught at big colleges and universities. We do private sessions where we teach online to anybody in the world who wants to take it. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're in the school systems, you know, New York City public school systems, branching out, trying to get to places like Miami and Chicago and Detroit. Yeah. You know, the Compton, Watts, Inglewoods, the Houston, you know, the wards and those people. You know, like, those are the people who need to be made aware of the fact that there's other options. Mm -hmm. You know, people who have options, it's entertaining when they know that they have another option. People who don't get enough options, those are the people who really appreciate us. Mm -hmm. And we touch down in those kind of places. You know what I mean? Cause that that's big what you say. Cause for us, we we work in the school system, so we are around the kids, and like we we wear sneakers and stuff like that. We, they get hyped. We're like, oh, oh, where how you get those? Where you get those? I'm like, yo, you gotta look and stuff like that. And we have certain kids that take time and they actually design their own shoes and stuff like that. You think that that over time that could be a staple within the New York City public? school system where that's a class because it's more than just actually designing stuff mm-hmm. but you learn the financial aspects of sneakers you learn the history of it we've been doing it since 2011 mm-hmm. like you know you got your FIT complex thing came out now which you know I'm one of the adjunct teachers on but we've been doing this since 2011 and if you're not going to service a need where there's a real need for people to get this information. Exactly. Then I feel like any other efforts is really just to capitalize on the popularity of sneakers. Mm-hmm. So now the wave is education. Other people want to come on and they want to educate. Yeah, I've seen Complex trying to... And uh, we've been educating. Yeah, I'm a part of that program. Okay. I'm one of the professors who gets teachers on that program. Okay. But you got to go into the hood. I'm in schools in Brownsville. Exactly. Frescoes and schools in Brownsville. Brownsville. Yeah, That's right. Mm-hmm. The incarceration rate, you know, as, you know, there was a survey that said at least seventy-three percent of the homes in Brownsville have had someone who's been through the system. Shit. You don't think they need to learn about something besides what's leading to the seventy-three percent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than you dribbling know? a basketball, <laughs> the folks who are in those disaster torn areas like Houston and mm-hmm. Florida, where those the things get wiped out and they don't see no way out. They barely got socks and drawers yeah. after these kinds of disasters. You don't think they would love to be put on to something else? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Detroit, Flint, Michigan, yeah. where they water is have bad water. and the they poverty would... level is crazy. Yeah, you don't think, yeah. but those folks ain't willing to go there. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? We we have to go there. Yeah, we gotta go there. You know, and actually influence and touch those kids like legitimately and help them out. And be it physically or through online, but whatever. But the mission is to make sure that those kids know what their power is, because mm-hmm. no one's telling them. You know, people would be led to believe if you read all the sneaker blogs and you know all these sites to sensationalize the hype that that's what moves the needle in the industry. It doesn't do anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It doesn't do anything. Doesn't. So we got to put these kids on to the seventy billion dollar a year plus side. That's what we got to do. Not the consumer side. side. Yeah, make them more influential in it. Right now, everything is being pushed to them to say, you get these, you'll be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're the real tastemakers. We're, we're the real tastemakers. Like, we decide. But see, the real tastemaker is the guy who's in the office. Mm-hmm. That's putting stuff to, to... Those are the people who are the real tastemakers because those are the decisions that are being made before Shuey gets in the box. That's who I'm trying to get people to be. I'm trying yeah. to get people to be that guy who decides it makes it in the box or not. Mm-hmm. It really has an impact on And see, so they always call up. us after the fact when we they do they want to do these little focus groups. And they want to do these little things where they call you in, they you know, want to sensationalize it with little free parties and give you a pair of the shoes and mm-hmm. you know, Nike's one of the best for that. They want to romanticize bullshit. You know, <laughs> where they get people to come that they know are not gonna have anything bad to say. You know, and that's why you don't see folks like us at OSD and social studies there, because we gonna say, "Are you uh, Kanye about listening it. party?" Excuse me, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, and who's gonna who's gonna get who's gonna fly you out or get you a car and give you food and free Push shoes and all that for you to turn yeah. around and say, "This is bullshit." You know that, right? No one's gonna do that. Mm-mm. I don't like these shoes, but I'm gonna take them. Right. I don't like right. these shoes, but I, gonna be like, look, I don't like these shoes, but I saw on Soul Searching that the resale value is. So I'm definitely taking these. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, it's different. No one's gonna do that. So these brands want to, you know, and this is why I gotta give it to Adidas over Nike. Adidas wants to know the truth, mm-hmm. and they will involve you behind the scenes in finding out exactly what you're thinking. Like the truth, the truth. It seems like they always try to do that. Yeah. At, at the at the mo- even the most minimal level, they tried to be in touch right. mm-hmm. with Nike the ground. Want, Nike wants to romanticize. They want you to be in love with whatever they put in front of you. More air, Nike. More, more, more air. Mike more been saying this for you how know? many? Yeah, for the longest. This has been the slogan. More air. And the Air Max One is one of my all-time favorite shoes. Me too. That well, is that's like that's like top three. It's number one in top three for me. Mm-hmm. Nine fives? There's a whole lot of stories. What you think of the non fives? I don't like nine fives. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's gonna be on board. No, no, no. I'm not gonna breathe, say. No, excuse, me. Okay. No, excuse me. Breathe, excuse me. Breathe, you okay? I'm not. I'm not gonna say I don't like nine fives. They just not high on the list like that. Right. The design was amazing. Right, right. Based on, you know, the vertebrae, the, the spine, I love, I love and the, the skin. I love the silhouette. The, the, the design story behind the 95 is awesome. It's, it's mm-hmm. Just from that perspective, it's 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 a great shoe. Yeah. Thank you. It's just not in my top <laughs> I'll 10. I'll take that. I'll take not that. in my top 10. <laughs> I'll take that. But, you know, they put stuff in front of people, and they invite people to these things that they know are just so happy to be there that they're going to say all this positive stuff. Mm-hmm. And... When they lie to you, you lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Because you put them in the room to lie to you. 
So that's why you don't see us at a lot of these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For no brand. Because don't put me in an atmosphere where even if I'm the one in the room that's being truthful, you got 30,000 other people that's lying to you. Damn. Because you're going to listen to them. So when we get those consultant calls and people call us, you know, on, on a business level, we're like, hey, could you come sit down and talk to us? We want to know about, you know, could you? X, Y, and Z. So even if you keep in a thousand, like, they're like, all right, whatever. He's just saying like one person. Yeah, he's just saying like Let's go talk to this guy. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, I love it. Like, you know what I'm Yeah, you know, it, it, <laughs> there are brands out there who really want an in-depth. Mm-hmm perspective on what you think and it's usually the brands that aren't the biggest in the world exactly and making all the money with 50 billion dollar targets by 2020 they want that they want actual feedback you know what's going on but like i said if you in a room full of people that you put there to lie to you you lying to yourself Mm -hmm. echo chamber who wants to rock with a company all the time like i still buy nike product i'm wearing a pair of vapor max i think vapor max was a nice shoe but how many different ways you gonna bubble up air and put it under my feet? <laughs> exactly. Oh, they gonna they gonna figure they gonna find another the, way. The hexagonal like units two will years have ago, air Like two years ago, it was Vapor Max. Now this year it's two seventy. Yeah. We done did three sixty. We done did tuned. Five forty. Like what's gonna be? Like it's gonna be seven twenty. Yeah. Then you'll get air on the bottom and the top. top of your feet. All over. You're just gonna have a whole bunch of pellets of it's air. Gonna be a bubble shoe. on the top. Right. Your tongue exactly. gonna have a bubble. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So, at what point do we push back? And the only way we decide to push back is through realizing we actually have the power to push back. And our kids don't know that they have the power to push back. They think that they got to do standard issue. If mm-hmm. everybody's rocking Jordans, I got to rock Jordans. If everybody's rocking Vans, now I got to rock with Vans. Vans. Yeah. By doing deals, I got to do deals. Like, just buy what you like. Exactly. Buy what you like at the end of the Make day. Make an informed decision yep. and buy based on whatever it is you walk in the store. No one can tell you how to do you. I tell, I tell <laughs> kids when I teach, I tell everybody. Kids, grown-ups, like, my oldest student was 62 years old so far when we've done social studies. 62. But I tell everybody, you want to be the guy who, when they walk into a sneaker store, mm-hmm. the employees hate your guts. They pass somebody else to you because you're going to ask them something that they can't answer. I always have it in full locker. <laughs> I always have it in They are the most unlogical <laughs> people that I've known. Like, we know more than they know, and that's sad that you're an employee in the store and you don't even know when the shoe is coming out. It'd be, you don't the, know yeah, what it'd be color. a simple yeah. question. You don't know what silhouette, none of that. Like, right. but guy, these, what's going on? But these like, are the people that you got to hand over 150, 200. Exactly. Exactly. Don't you feel like a sucker when you do that? <laughs> for real, for real. Sad. <laughs> that you is know, crazy. So, Sad. so that's an important piece of what we do daily. Yeah. And we have respect from a lot of different companies, you know, and boutiques and retail establishments because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, like we do retail consulting. We walk into a store and be like, yo, here's the store at your store from the time we walked in the door. Here's an issue with your inventory. Here's an issue with your display. You know? Where's your surveillance? Why don't you have a buzzer? You know, like basic Just stuff. little things. Little, yeah, little things, things. Like we do consulting with like, you know, like one consult, one, one consultant gig I had, me and um, my boy Alan, Show IDs. What up, Show? Um, we did this, we were doing a consultant gig for a shop in Staten Island, right? Mm-hmm. It was an amazing location. It was next to all these high schools on a major strip, everything, right? And... She was being so cheap. 
because she didn't want to hire another person. So it was one person working the store all day. Now, granted, on Staten Island, where she was, I guess, you know, at one point in the day, you know, there isn't a lot of traffic. Yeah. But again, you are near three different schools. So when the kids get out. <laughs> so when the kids get out, right? So I did this test. We did this test when we was there with the one guy. Mm-hmm. We had, the, we, had owner, we had the owner. We had we, we had the owner watch. So, boy picked out a shoe. Want this size ten and a half. Employee had to go in the back to the inventory to go get the shoe. Mm-hmm. When he came back out, I was holding a rack of clothes and I was by the door. Gone. If you wanted to, you could have just dipped with it. Yeah, you you already on a ferry. <laughs> right. Gone. That's what I. That's the first thing I thought gone. of. I was like, "Yo, you lucky oh that's in Staten Island." Like, oh my god, so, you couldn't be in Brownsville. No, so, so, so that one person did everything. did everything. Had to ring up the ring up the sneakers, watch the front line. Everything. That's crazy. That's not possible. Nah, you can't. Yeah, you can't possible. do that. You can't. Do but but these are things that there yeah, sneakers stores all over this country where somebody's doing that, that right now. You know what we need? You know the way they got bar rescue? We need to make this a show. We need yeah, yeah. boutique rescue. I, 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 have been, I have been doing that for God knows how long. <laughs> we need to put this on camera, man. <laughs> we got to hey, put yes. this on hey, camera. Hey, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with serious. It. We got to put that on camera. That's awesome. But see, little basic stuff like, like that. that. Like, he yeah. came out and he saw me. He was like, why are you holding clothes? I was like, because this whole rack would have been gone under a different circumstance. Mm-hmm. And the owner saw it. She was like, shit. Like, yeah, this is why you shouldn't have one guy sitting here all day and you're surrounded by schools where at any point when folks walk in, he's got to turn away to get the shoe that somebody wants to try on. Meanwhile, there's a rack of clothes gone that you're still on the hook for. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. You know what's crazy? Because we were the type to find, like, small stores like that where they have, like, gems and shit. Mm -hmm. So, like... That would be an easy like, we, <laughs> like that would like the third week of high school we would have been found that store. Oh, like oh yeah, it's a come It'd be up. Like, <laughs> not, e- not even on the come up before we even realized it was one person. Yeah, yeah. It was like oh snap, but they see, got this. But see, here. because stuff like that exists, why aren't businesses being smart enough? You know what I'm saying? They figure yeah. oh, it's just sneakers. We just want to sell them. You know, people yeah, just more than people that. people just want to open stores now. They want to open boutiques and open these small little theme trendy stores because of how big sneakers have become. Yeah. And nobody's got any business sense. Nobody's training employees. Nobody's doing product There's story no experiences training. with nobody's it. Nobody's doing cu- real genuine customer service. Yeah. You know, you got people who can't even process a credit card at some of these stores. They're like, yo, you could you come and do? He got a credit. Like, yo, I got to wait for your man to come back from a shit break so he can <laughs> so swipe you can do the credit card. <laughs> Really? Like that's what we doing right now? You're not trained on swiping this card. Or that's not a that's not a good look. Like So what's one of the best boutiques that you've seen while doing your consulting? Best boutiques I've seen? Yeah. If I'm in there, there's already an issue. So oh, none man. of them is the best. You don't want to see him. <laughs> if, he's if he's there, there. you already messed up. If he's I mean, there, but let me say let me say this on a whole. The boutique segment of retail on a whole for sneakers, mm-hmm. the entire thing sucks. Because they assume when you walk in, yeah, you know why you're here. You know, it's like Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> they assume that you walk in and you already know what you want, and like, no, like, greet your customer, have mm-hmm. a conversation. 
Maybe they came in for one type of shoe, but after a conversation with you and seeing this stuff is on sale or some news, you might get two or three pair out of it. Uh-huh. Or you might get a shoe that they wanted to spend one fifty for, but instead they leave with a shoe that's two twenty. Exactly. Like you don't know unless you engage these people. Boutiques on a whole, and they've been this bad for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. Boutiques have been that bad, where you know you're supposed to be exactly well-versed and cool and know exactly why you walk through the door. Just ask what you ask for. We give it to you and you leave. That's exactly what boutiques That's the opposite <laughs> that I've dealt with with boutiques. Usually boutiques is the ones that you, like Foot Locker is like Foot Locker. Yeah. But when you walk into the boutique, like, it's, a guy, it's a guy that, like, that, that's like <laughs> us. Yeah. That goes like, yo, what's good? Mm-hmm. Or, you, or you here for the whatever sneakers yeah, dropping yeah. today? Or oh we got the we got the Kyrie boom booms we got the you know what I'm saying but they see, here's, come but in. here's the problem right boutiques don't train their employees just like Foot Locker doesn't mm. and boutiques are under this impression that when everybody walks in they're so knowledgeable and empowered you just get what you came for and go it's like you know it's like buying a bag of weed. That's how they treat you. <laughs> you know what you're getting. Yep. It's five dollars. Let's, Let's do go. this hand off and be out till That's next it. time. Uh huh. How you gonna keep your doors open that way? Hey. How you gonna keep people wanting to come to you over going anywhere else? So there's a lot of training and retraining and you know putting things in perspective for retailers that needs to go on. I mean, there's only two or three of us that do this. So yeah. It, we can't take on the world. We would love to be able to get to as many people as we can, both mm-hmm. you know, educationally and you know, as retail consultants. But we can't. But there's a lot wrong with retail. Like Nike had made known a long time ago, they're going from thirty thousand, forty thousand retail partners down to forty, and they pretty much said mediocre business will not survive. Who do you think they were talking to? <laughs> And while we on boutiques, y'all need to get size 13 in there. (laughs) Shit. Well, that's a different issue. (laughs) Every time time I get to the motherfucker, they never have my size. That's a different issue. Ever, ever. That's a different issue. That's that's a totally different issue that starts with the brands. But there's so much education that needs to go on on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the only way the industry is going to turn around. People have got to humble themselves to the fact that they're not doing everything they should be doing right now. Big footwear companies, international sportswear brands, Mm -hmm. mom-and-pop retailers, boutiques, everybody needs to admit that something is wrong Wrong. right now and fix it. You know, but instead, they're so busy worried about the next product release that comes in that they know is going to sell until it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that, another one comes in, and then it doesn't. And that happens for a couple of months, mm-hmm. and you see what happens. Now you're sitting on all of this inventory, and now it's time for you to order more. And guess what? You got no more. Yep. And the enemy of all these retail establishments, biggest to smallest, is space. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got no space for new inventory, that means you got a whole lot of challenges on your hands because you couldn't move the old and existing inventory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you gonna move? Drop that sales. So price. that's where you got reach that's where you got boutiques and, and other small retailers yeah, turning turning into resellers. Because yeah. now they're backdooring product at resale prices. Mm. That is true. You know, so there's a lot going on that is circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy yeah, when man. you think about yeah. how I go full circle. So, you know, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, again, as the re- people ask me all the time, what do you think about resale? 
it's America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going yeah. we to sell some shit. We're going to sell some shit. Exactly. We are going to sell something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if cars can be sold on the internet, you don't think a flipping pair of sneakers can be sold Word. on the internet? Like, mm-hmm. like you on. sit down too long, you might be sold. Okay? <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's an app for you now. Sell your ass. Uh. <laughs> you know? So, resell is just a place in, you know, the retail landscape of everything. Mm-hmm. People buy shit and realize they don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you Word, know what I'm saying? Like, I want this. I'm good. It's just now that it's the type of thing where the perceived value of stuff have been so sensationalized especially in particular with kicks yeah you know with like the segment you did to start the show mm-hmm. that's a perceived value yeah that flight club and stadium and StockX and everybody is is giving you an index on mm-hmm. we know what is said on the box yeah we know the retail <laughs> word when you get your sneakers it's gonna say what the retail was nobody that made that shit up uh-huh. that's what it said on the box yep. the company themselves said this is the price uh huh so how does it shoot up to eight, nine hundred dollars? How does it, how how do you get twenty four thousand dollars for a pair of undefeated Jordan Fours? That's crazy. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Neither. I'm good. Ever. But just the fact that but just, just the fact, fact that we had that conversation right, exactly. now. Yeah. It's based on a perceived value. Yeah. There's no real basis for why There's that no shit real costs twenty four thousand yeah. dollars. It don't Nobody's make you jump higher. Feet. It don't make you work. <laughs> it ain't gonna dress you. It ain't gonna do nothing. nothing. It's just right. what it is. So we gotta flip this whole perceived value thing back to the point where, you know, even when I was a kid. There was no real big deal behind wearing GR sneakers. Mm-hmm. Cop what you cop. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> yeah. You wore what you wore. And that Who's going to start the revolution to make GR the real hot shit again? You know? Uh, we try over here. Yeah. You ain't got no money, so we <laughs> <laughs> You know us. We always looking for sale. Yeah, you can catch me in Burlington, man. I'll be looking yep. for something, man. Well, that's <laughs> Marshalls. DJ yep. Max. Marshalls. I'm all those come-ups. I'm Ross, looking for yeah. all that, man. I'm looking. One thing I'll say right now. One thing I'll say right now. It ain't going to be no time soon because the millisecond that you go mm-hmm. off the... Uh, what, what's the what the the the, fi- the group think? Yeah, like mm-hmm. the second you go all away from that, you you getting stoned to death. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. You know why yeah. I say that? TJ Maxx Marshalls Corporation, right? Mm-hmm. Their Q1 made two hundred fifty-one million dollars in profit. And you know what type of stuff they sell? What's the shit is- nobody wants. Which is all GR for yep. the most part. Mm-hmm. All off the rack, regular, anybody can get it. Mm-hmm. Every now and then they got gems. We know that. Yeah. We've seen, you know. You just gotta be you there get at that the come right up, time. Yeah. You just gotta be there when at the right time. When that fresh shipment come in. That one, that one polo joint. <laughs> you got a company like that that can flip $251 million in profit in a quarter. That's, wow. that's, that's stuff nuts. That's, of a stuff that is intentionally marked down and discarded. What does that tell you? That's nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. But what does that tell you about your GR thing? That, that sounds like there's more there's more people like us out there than that we, we realize. think. Yeah. Totally. You so made it you made them two hundred and fifty one million dollars in profit. <laughs> Someone buying it. Somebody I didn't say earnings. I mm-hmm. said profit. profit. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Century twenty one, all of them. Yeah, all of them, yeah, man. You know what no, I'm saying? But how many wait, talk about, think about how many times? Because I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm paying attention to the 
to the people that's online and they say, like, the millisecond that you say something that's out of pocket, they're like, oh, nah, get them out of here. Yeah. But think about it. When you go in Century 21, there's a lot of tourists here. And they in there copping sneakers. They bring it back home. Bringing them back home. So they <laughs> yeah. getting money off them as well. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They getting them exactly. size it's, it's 18 Kyrie yep, Exactly. Some big, <laughs> some big extra 14, 15. Yeah. Like, you ever that kind of tall player. You, you ever go to Jersey Gardens Mall in New Jersey? I've been there. I've been there. Next time you go, look and see what's right across the street. Hotels. Mmm. Yeah, when you go in Jersey fact. Gardens Mall, that's a fact. all you that's see a fact. is big luggage bags mm-hmm. and rolly bags, which I hate rolly bags. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kick and punt every rolly bag I see. But that's what they do. But they, they brought the whole mall, yep. stack it all up because it's all going home with them. Yeah. Back to Europe or back to wherever they're from. And it's probably right. way cheaper than what they're paying for. Or, or, it ain't, or, it ain't or it's ain't not even over there. there. Yeah, not over there at all. Yeah. They could go we over there and flip it and yeah. over there where they at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? got to think so about it that way, too. We got to understand that there's some, a whole lot more going on that's driving the revenue needle besides the cool guy off-white and, and yeah. Kanye and all that movement. Because only so many pair of those come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like they yeah. got to eat off of something else, yeah. Who's going to flip? this back to the GR movement. You know what I'm saying? And realize that that's where all the real money is. You know? So when it comes to the GRs, does that also go with people paying the actual like full retail price for it or waiting for it to go on sale? Like there's sometimes like when I I see a GR that I like and I'll look at it, I'll be like... I could wait because ain't no one gonna buy these, and exactly. I and I know the price is gonna go down. Exactly. So should it be that we should support anyway and pay the retail so that the actual movement can get started, or do we keep the mindset of Nah, I'm gonna wait because I know it's gonna drop. That's case it's by case. Release. Yeah. That's case by case because, like for example, like everybody was on the Ultra Boost wave after Kanye, mm-hmm. right? They saw him with a pair of Ultra Boosts. And now they still talking about oh Kanye invented Boost. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not that. Boost, Boost was out in 2013. He started with what's called the Energy Boost yep. line, right? So one of my favorite shoes is the Energy Boost too, right? And that shoe is worth the $160 they were asking for. Mm-hmm. To me. And it's a GR. You sit on the shelf, yep, it's just sitting there. Waiting. Not anymore, because you know now it's all about Ultra Boost. Mm-hmm. But when it was in, you know, when it first in season, out, yeah. it was in the running shops. It was everywhere. Ultra Energy Boost was everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was. I waited, even though I was willing to pay. Pay it, yeah. The one sixty mm-hmm. plus tax. I was willing to pay it. I Boy. waited. Got to pay for thirty nine dollars. Come up. Yep. Come we up. Gotta clap for that, baby. There you go. Come we up. clap for every every come up we have. Yeah. <laughs> So you got to realize that based on case by case, mm-hmm. there's certain stuff you see that the sheep are not going to go for. Exactly. And you could wait. I mean, think about how many pairs of kicks we all have in this room, right? Individually and combined, right? Mm-hmm. If we got them shoes anyway for the GR right off the wall price, are we going to wear them right away? They going, really they going, they going. I'm gonna let them bake for a little bit. They got sick. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got stuff that's baking right now that I'll be yeah. like, wow, dad, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, you I got shit baking. I, I got shit on ice. Exactly. I got shit under the bed. Exactly. Because, <laughs> I got shit in the because, because because the conquest was yo, get it. Mm-hmm. Put it off to the side, right. let it marinate mm-hmm. for a minute, and then let we get that right occasion. Get it, fuck them up. <laughs> that's the thing about GR right now. You 
buying a GR shoe and no one's rocking it anyway. Yeah. So you might as well just wait. Let the shoe store pay the storage. Uh huh. Let it take up space there until you start seeing sale tags go on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it depends. It depends. It depends on. It the does shoe. depend on the shoe and, the and, and what size you are too. That, that, and and what size you are too. Sometimes you think it's going to be Gucci. You going to wait and then it's, yeah, you it's gone. Yeah. But, some, but sometimes you ain't even got to wait that long. You say, hey. I see them today. I go two weeks later. They still there. They be like, oh, they dropped them forty, fifty dollars. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, you know what? Let me get those right. now because now right. people gonna people start see, picking them yeah. up. People mm-hmm. see. Like people you know what's happening? That what shoe that's happening with now that I'm still waiting for to drop even more. The red, black, and green Spizikes. Oh yeah, those are gonna, yeah, those, those are gonna go down to forty five. Hundred seventy five dollars on the box when uh-huh. I first bought them. I was like, yo, and I held on to them forever. Like, yo, <laughs> they are gonna never retro these. I am holding on to these. And then they just got beat to all knows what. And I was like, yo, son, son, let him go. Conversation with yourself in the mirror. Son, let him go. It's okay. It's okay. Let it go. But they're not going to retro. Let them just go. go. Definitely. You can't even wear them in the street no more. You can't even wear them to the laundromat. Like, Come on, let him go. So I let them go. I was like, eh, what the hell? There'll always be another pair, right? Mm-hmm. So when they retro them last year, I was like, What? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I was wrong? <laughs> a Spizike retro? So I'm waiting now for, because they came back out at 175 on yeah. the box, just like before. I've seen them for 80 in stores. Yeah. Show me where. For them. Come to the Bronx. I'm there. <laughs> we got you. They there right now, yeah. bro. We, 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 we there all the time. They there right, right now. now. I'm Mike and my right mind. now. They there right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, man. Well, I'll come coming up. Y'all better hit us up. We got you. Getting them spikes for 80. We got you, man. I'm on it. Mike uh-huh. sent me this video. Yep. <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on it. That's you know? easy. So, I mean, yeah, you got to. There's always another pair, bro. Yeah. Like, these kids these days act like there's never going to be. These are never With the so-called back. restocks that happen. The, the quote-unquote oh, oh, restocks. Oh, that makes me laugh every week. <laughs> Every week I'm it's laughing like, at that. Come on, the restock happened. And and then this whole you know the thing that you know the whole scam like places like Complex Con only sold here. Yeah, <laughs> says we, who? Yeah, we see Lies. that. Says who? Manufacturer. Uh huh. Like good try. You gonna find this somewhere else? You know. Trust and then and then you know like how many times have the, the Sean Weatherspoons restocked already? Well, I think three or four. After people going crazy, oh, you gotta get them. They're mm-hmm. corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here with that, bro. Oh, I ain't never seen people go so crazy over corduroy anything. Oh, they're corduroy. Like, if your mom put corduroy. corduroy I ain't wearing those corduroys, mom. I'm gonna be hot. (laughs) You ain't getting me in no tough skins, mom. (laughs) Yo, swipes my. I can't. Kids are going, oh, the corduroy. You got corduroy. Oh my god, these are not coming back. <laughs> Restock number eight. Yep. Oh man. How'd you feel about the um the Nike on air competition? How supposedly they already had picked the winners before people actually did their designs for it. That's any contest, man. It isn't. Because we just finished the World Sneaker Championship with Pencil and it's above board, hundred percent legit. And the winner of that gets $20,018, and he gets 300 pairs of his shoes made and sold at 10-foot locker locations around the world. And he gets a whole bunch of design equipment to further his career in footwear design. And, of course, nice enough, you're going to end up with a job with a brand. What all the shit? The, the, um, the Pencil Academy ones, the Asics. 
That was from the Future Footwear program. Got it. That, okay. That's a different okay. program. Yeah. Okay. That's a different program. Those. Yeah. yeah. That's a different program. Okay. I like those. That's a fire. So there's two programs. There's the Pencil Future Footwear with Asics yeah. partnership where shoes end up on the shelf. And then there's the World Sneaker Championship where shoes end up on the shelf. Got all partnered with Footwear. Got you. So, yeah. When it's, you know, certain companies, they put those contrived contests together. Mm-hmm. Pencil, World Sneaker Championship. We, are legit. We legit. Like okay. people put shoes out, mm-hmm. real it. shoes, pencil branded, no, you know, no BS. Yeah, you know. So there's that, and then there's the partnership with Asics. Mm-hmm. So there's real, genuine talent being sought, and stuff going on the shelves for real. But you know, to hear stuff like that, like I didn't know that they already had the winner determined before they went, like put everybody through all of that. Literally, because I, I did it for here in New York, and I knew a few other people that did it. And it was a Reddit thread literally a week later, like, oh, there's going to be an Air Max 95 that's going to win, and it's a bacon, egg, and cheese concept, da-da-da-da-da, and this is how it was designed, all that other stuff. So the purpose of putting y'all, y'all all in there was just for the purpose of marketing. Yeah. Basically. That's it. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> it was remarketing for them. That's, that's Again, literally the all it was. the greatest storytellers in the world. Yep. See? And those bacon, egg, and cheese was where? Where were they? Where were they well, was that, was the, that was one of the top three finalists for New York City. Okay, okay. That was one of the top three. And then people got to go online and vote for it. Yeah, they did other places too. Well, there was the same thing that I heard had happened a couple years ago when they had re-released the Atmos Air Max One. Mm -hmm. The word was, it was already determined that that was going to release. So the voting thing was just experiential marketing. Yeah, And they had already determined that the Atmos was going to release, which, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Again, I ain't gotta, gotta we lie. Gotta, Word. We gotta, we Tell gotta, the truth, man. They can lie all they want to. It's up to us to make sure we don't allow people to fall for the OP. Yeah. They can lie. That's in the business of selling shoes. So, in the business of selling shoes, they ain't always coming with the truth. Mm-hmm. Tell you that firsthand from working at being in these companies and working with them. You know what I'm saying? They're like, one of the shoes that gets my goat when they put out those New York Nick colored air more up tempos the Scotty Pippen joints mm. to celebrate <laughs> to <laughs> when he dunked over you to celebrate yeah when he dunked when over he you dunked yes, over yes, yes 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 Joey took the headphones off the second you, now, the second you said up tempo no, 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 why are you upset I'm already I'm already done with up tempo yeah they've been whored out the up tempo yeah, has man. been whored I'm out I'm done with up tempos well see here's the thing I'm partial to that shoe because it was made by the first black footwear designer, sneaker designer in the industry, Wilson Smith. Oh, I, so I see why they treated it like they treated He did that shoe. Yeah. Right? But the whole wave that they've been on since last year with the contrived stories, that one got my goat because when Scottie Pippen dunked on Patrick Ewing, he was not, not wearing, wearing no <laughs> Exactly. He wasn't wearing that. So it's like you just throwing a shoe at us to celebrate a sports moment totally inaccurate. Word. Six rings. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back. I'm back from what? (laughs) You didn't play in those when you came back. Homage to home. You know? So so it's, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we got to call out these inconsistencies and show people, yo, not all of these shoes that they put on the shelf is worth your money. All the companies pull these contrived scans and they lie with certain models Mm -hmm. because they know that their current consumer isn't going to fact check. They're just going to see the colors and read online about the story. Oh, I got to have that. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's very true. We know the truth. Yeah, so 
it's gonna go on until the end of time. There's always gonna be some product come out with some major lies attached to it. Hell, the Air Jordan One had a major lie attached to it. So that is true. Oh yeah, it's kind of true. It started from there. Yeah, that is true. You know, the lie is more entertaining than the truth. Yeah, <laughs> it is. This whole TV network's making a lot of money off of that mm-hmm. stuff. So. You know, it's, it's, you got to shed some light on the real positive, innovative, and truthful stuff that goes on in the sneaker industry. Now, Pencil, that's in Oregon, right? Pencil's in Oregon. Do you think that they'll ever expand to different places? Well, they do partnerships with different organizations around the country and around the world yeah. already since he started. So, just a matter of opportunity for where the next partnerships pop up. Based like on to have a school in New York or something like that? Like, Well, the Pencil itself is... I can't say yes and I can't say no, but I can say that we are. Yeah. OSD is working on the Social Studies Community Academy. Nice. So we're going to actually set up a full-time space in Brooklyn where we're educating people 24-7 about sneaker industry stuff. It's going to be an exhibit space. It's going to be teaching space. And we're partnering with an organization called Healing Souls where you'll always be able to drop off shoes. We'll be doing, you know, monthly donations drives oh, where people come and get started. That's amazing. That, nah, that really we is. That. So, Definitely. you know, me being born and raised in Brooklyn, it just is right that it's it happens there. Yeah. Right, right. Especially with, you know, the whole wave of gentrification and everything else that's wiping out all things cultural and humane mm-hmm. about Brooklyn. Right. So that's the plan. You know, I can't give an ETA just yet on exactly yeah, when yeah. it'll be established, but... We're still working tirelessly. We've been working for the last, you know, six to eight months on making inroads to make that happen. Wow. That's beautiful. Nah, that's, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That really is. Because we need more people that come out of the Pencil Academy. Like, look at Quentin from P4 yeah. Sports. Yeah. That's him. And he makes Quentin. He yeah. makes great products. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we bought his stuff. He makes great products. It's like, I hope he gets the push that he deserves so that he can become more Well, that's the thing about Quentin. He's making his own way. He's not relying on too much of anybody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And he's a great story in that he never stopped believing in himself because the industry can get down on you to the point where you actually doubt whether you're actually going to make it mm-hmm. with all the layers of bullshit you got to deal with sometimes. But Quentin and... Quentin is a prime example of one of those people who was like, I'm not letting none of that bullshit stop me. You Perseverance. Watch. My shoes is on NBA players' feet. That's right. And at some point, they're going to be in these stores. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not in these stores, you're going to find a way to get them direct. Like, he's working. He you really know, is. He has a great basketball experience he's building out there Probably on the West Coast. He's, yes. You know, he's a prime example of someone who's maximized, mm-hmm. you know, his experience, his opportunity that he had, and his opportunities in this industry, and he's, a, you know, he's one of those folks that people need to know more about. Yes, where it's like, okay, yeah, Tinker Hatfield. So we know him. We Great know guy, him. innovative. Yes, one of the <clears throat> best designers of anything on the planet. Yeah, we know him. Okay, there's more than that. Next, <laughs> you know, and that's not mm-hmm. to take away or diminish yeah. Tinker. Mm-hmm. You know, but. That's not where the story ends, yes. you know? We did that for an episode where we looked at, like, different designers, and sometimes they need to let the line go to someone else, like Leo Chang. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he does a lot of stuff for Nike, and he's had the Durant's at first, and it was all right, it was cool, but then the designs got lazy. Or Jason Petrie with LeBron's. But then you look at someone like a Tony Hardman that's doing what he's doing with PG, and the Paul Georges are awesome. It's an awesome shoe. Right Both of them. No, no real technology <laughs> is in it, so yes, it's sir, one... Yes. Well, not super, not not like the air, or not, not like like Durant technology, not like that. Everybody's using Zoom now. 
just looks different. Mm -hmm, okay. Everybody, like, if you look on the Paul George's shoe, he's got the square zoom pod in the forefoot. Mm -hmm. You know, Kyrie's shoes. Everybody's got some degree of tech with zoom cushioning in their shoes. It's just LeBron and what, they use extra fly knit and stuff like he's that? He's got a fly knit upper, and he's got, you know, that zoom slash Air Max hybrid under his feet. Yeah. But he's the, he is Nike, so he's going to get all of that in his shoes. Mm -hmm. His shoe costs almost $200. Yeah. PG and Kyrie, their shoes is what? 120 one, and 110. You know, so, mm -hmm. you know, of course, there's a whole pricing matrix that determines what tech goes in the shoes. Shoe, yeah. But everybody loves those shoes. You go to all the basketball courts, you see who's wearing them. Mm -hmm. My son plays ball in Paul Kyrie's yeah. and PG's yeah. all over the place. Yeah, you know. And I think this year, as much as it pains me to say it, because I hate what Under Armour's doing as a business right now, but Steph Curry's shoes are going to begin to sell again. Yeah. Curry five is next. Some yeah, they really ste they stepped it up with the five. Yeah, yeah them five the last, is way better. The last two was like, yeah, like the four was so so the four wasn't that bad. Nah, I like it the five. I like the five better, better than the yeah. four. Though. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't so. see the four. I didn't see the fours on, on people. people. Yeah, no, 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 right, no. Right. no. You see the fives out there a little bit yeah, more. No, people so picked them up. It's just a matter of time. And Damian Lillard too. Damian Lillard his shoe, yeah, his shoe did really well. They they had it on ESPN. They did like the breakdown and stuff. A lot of evil even players. Dame is one of those people who was perfect example of someone who can bridge yet because he plays ball and he raps right he raps yeah, yeah. uh huh and stays he's not trying to have a $200 pair of sneakers stays true to where he's from mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and like he's just overall he has that package where you like something about him yeah you know you either like his shoe you like, like him as a person it, you like his music mm -hmm. you don't or you know, and he's kind of got no, the reciprocal he respect. He actually can rap, though. Yeah, he, yeah, actually, he is. Yeah, he he's not whack, I give yeah. him that. And he's and, not whack. And he's got the reciprocal effect of what's happening with all the heat going on in Oakland right now. Everybody's yeah. all over Oakland teams. Right, right. Uh -huh. He claims Oakland. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So It works for There's him. a whole lot of, you know, synergistic elements there that work for Dave. He don't want boosting his shoes because he said you put boost in it, it will jack the price, price up. up. Exactly. He wants to keep so we the got price the bounce. Where it is. We're going to use bounce instead. So which they are comfortable. Yeah, they're they're comfortable shoes. Smart decisions shoe. that get made mm -hmm. that kids need to know. These are decisions that are actually made that determine. Remember the Durant. Price. Durant when he first came out. Oh, now nah, my shoes is never going to go above a hundred dollars. He never said never. Well, not never. He but said he wanted them yeah. to stay at ninety dollars. Yeah, he did. And his first two shoes were at ninety dollars. Then he took off. After the KD four, that's that's you when they started to change. You get an MVP. Yeah. No, after the three, the th started going up at the three. But they the three was how much? They reached a hundred by the three. Yeah. The four the was, was ninety. No, actually, actually, the three. No, the three. no, the fours was the, the ones fours that was, was hundred. Yeah, the fours yeah, was yeah, hundred. Yeah, 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 it was, it was. It's right, the five goes to what like one because I had I bought the Christmas ones I can't remember I think I paid like one twenty. Price shot up. Yeah, astronomical. It went up crazy point. after that. Yeah, when them when them nerfs and stuff started happening mm -hmm. and they started reselling yeah, at a stack. Yeah, oh, yeah easy, <laughs> easy <laughs> at a stack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, them pr that price went up. But people need to know that there's decisions being made on you know even the performance stuff. Yeah, you know, and and with the basketball shoes we're talking about, that's performance stuff. Mm -hmm. That's not you know. Fanboys, quote unquote, sneakerhead hype beast stuff. Nah. Those are performance shoes we're talking about. That's how you get so many people playing in Kobe's, though. Yeah. He ain't play a game, he ain't playing like yeah. three years, but yeah. you still got people playing in Kobe's because yeah. they're comfortable. You got the reacting them, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So it and works. they light. Yeah. Kobe's are light. Yeah. Most of them, I should say. 
Yeah. Well, the, the, the last pair that came out looked like a soccer shoe. I was just in Foot Locker just now. <laughs> all, all of Kobe's shoes since the four have been inspired by soccer, soccer shoes. They're yeah. inspired, but these ones were literally like this thing. You talking about the yellow ones? Yeah. The yellow ones. Yeah, 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 yeah the yellow ones. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine trying to stop in this. <laughs> the Rose can do it. But that's what worked for Kobe, though, man. Because yeah. before that, he was getting injured like crazy, man. Well, he's like, well, he he's on the light lighter side. He's he's mm. on the he was on the slim side. He dropped the weight and all of that. So it made sense for me. All right, just to get into you real quick, pause. Pause. <laughs> I caught it. I caught it. I caught it. No, no, I caught that quick. I caught that quick. I caught that quick. They, they, were, they were waiting. To get yeah. Uh huh. You see, I caught it. Get you. I got that one. They were waiting to get you. Oh man. What was it like growing up in Brooklyn, and you being into sneakers and stuff like that? Because you grew up at a different time. Yep. Eighties childhood hip hop. Hip hop was just taking off. Mm-hmm. Um. By 14, I was a graffiti writer, so, you know, that takes you to a whole bunch of different places you don't belong, you know. I what was, was your name? I was also a b-boy, breakdancing. Um, I went by Opus, O-P-U-S. Mm. That's a dope name. A lot of people still call me Ope for short, even now. If someone <laughs> calls me that, you know they've known me over 25 years. <laughs> um, but just watching the entire thing grow to you know at first getting on records in the early 80s to where it is now like mm-hmm. the experience was different you know the the things you needed as part of your tools like you wore certain shoes to dance in you wore certain shoes to run around painting in yeah you know you wore certain shoes for certain things you know and we didn't have all the choices we have now like Puma Clyde's was it for me back then you know, Puma Baskets and Puma Clyde's was it. You know, shell toes. Shells. You know? Shells. Then you had shoes, you know, you had your knockoff Pumas like your Mark 5s. Those were out for a while. Um, you know, there was none of this, you know, parody until the mid-80s mm-hmm. that existed. You know, with the Sconies and, you know, um, Fila and yeah. LS and all these folks. Like, that was mid-80s to late-80s, you know, all that stuff started take flight but in the early 80s when I was a kid you just had your Pumas and your Adidas nobody even gave a crap about a Nike shoe like (laughs) (laughs) don't walk with iron shoes (laughs) you know so the criteria was different Mm -hmm. you know all of those shoes was all about customization and you know me and you like nobody was cool with wearing the same stuff even if the shoes were the same somebody did something to flip them like the birth of customization came from hip hop yeah. All these guys making money now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I ever hear a customizer say, Yo, I don't like hip hop, you're doing hip hop. Exactly. You're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm when, saying? When you, with the time you're talking about, that's when Run DMC was doing We're talking the Adidas before and that. stuff. Even before that? Before that. Wow. We're talking 70s, even, where if you and I were getting ready to head out to a club, right? So the goal was to meet at your house. Mm-hmm. Meet at your house. I got on blue and white suede pumas. You come out with blue and white suede pumas on. Are we both leaving? Someone got to change. Somebody got to change. And we at your house. (laughs) So you're changing. (laughs) So if that was your only pair of shoes, let's say, you have to necessarily change up your shoes. You might flip the laces to another color. Mm -hmm. 
or you might pull out, you know, pull your, tongue your, out your, you pull your spray paint out and paint one stripe. You know, you did something, something to make because the rule out. was both of us ain't walking out no, here no. looking like Bobsy twins. Got you. <laughs> it's not happening. Yo. That's crazy, right? I got you. I got you. I, I feel dumb for wearing sneakers regular at this point, right? Word. And like regular, just walking out. Wow. We could do so the much way, more. Yeah, with it. the way just out the box. Right. Like, so I right. hear him say that, sneaker right? Sneaker customization yeah. is hip hop. You know, the modern wave of it. And the reason why I say the modern wave of it is because the original first previous wave of sneaker customization is 1966 when Vans came out. All van sneakers were made based on people bringing them materials. And if it was durable enough for them to make a shoe with, they made it. And there were other shops in California at the time that were still doing the same thing. But vans, of course, the Van Doren brothers, they blew up off of it. So, you know, they get the landmark. They get the, the hit on the history timeline for it. But all the van sneakers were made that way at first. You brought them the material, they made they the did, shoes. And then you fast forward to, you know, the 70s with us, with hip-hop. It was like, it was different. They were doing it just because it was like, yo, we don't have material, but we're making some shoes if you bring us some. Just roll yes, up, just roll yeah. up with a slab of vinyl. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> roll up with a cut-up basketball oh, or something. Or make some shoes. <laughs> but for us, it was rules about originality mm-hmm. that you had to live by. We wasn't gonna both walk out with no red t-shirt, no red sneakers on, and be like, "Yo, we going, we looking, we looking." You got to say, "Yo." <laughs> no, we'd be fighting. Word. Somebody got changed. These these are rules. We gotta live by this, bro. No, you gotta change. Go back upstairs and change your shirt, bro. Someone got. We ain't going out Can't like this. Can't look the same. Word. Go change your sneakers, bro. Change the laces. Put one blue, one red. Yeah. Do do something. Yeah. It just cannot be the exact same. Yeah. And those are the rules that I grew up under, that we, you know, yeah. cultivated. I'm about to go home and change and all under. the laces in my sneakers right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's an important thing because mm-hmm. once that's ingrained in you, when you see what's happened now, happening now, you know, and this is something that I tell a lot of the kids when I go to the schools to teach. They pay more to look the same than we ever paid to be different. Facts. Sure. That's why I'm upset right now. Word. Like right now. <laughs> when you real, pay though. so much for everybody to have the same shoe buy, bought on Saturday, and go to school on Monday, mm-hmm. we buy the same shirts, the same jeans, like, and not one person in that matrix said, "Nah, I'm not I don't doing that." that. Or at least I'm gonna get the shirt, sure. but I'm gonna freak it. I'm gonna do something different with it. Yeah. And it's because there's this whole standard issue culture where everybody feels like, all right, they do the visual scan. All right, he got that on, he's good. I have nothing to say. To him. Mm-hmm. He's good. He got the J's on. All right, come on. He got that those jeans. I sure okay. So, you know, where us, we we're like, yo, what are you doing? Are you a biter? Exactly. <laughs> are you a biter? Yeah? Exactly. And, that, and that's a key word uh-huh. as part of the experience. A biter. <laughs> you simply could not do what somebody else already did, be yeah. it musically. Be it fashion, mm-hmm. even even b-boying, dance moves. You know how, and, and this is what people don't give like hip hop dance enough credit for. You had to work on your own original routines. Word. If you went out, your crew went out to a battle somewhere, be it Roxy or wherever, your crew battled somebody else's crew. Like you could have had a similar routine in your set to battle them that they just beat you to the punch on. You had to huddle up and change it. 
yo, they just did the same shit we was about to do. We gonna flip this up. We can't come out with that now. We gonna look like biters. On the fly, come up with some different words. Like, we literally live by not doing the same thing. Dude, that go with imagination too. Like kids ain't got no imagination. And this nowadays. culture of kids now, they are so cool with looking. See, like that's everybody one thing else. I gotta blame us on. What no imagination? Yeah, I could. Cause when you look back, it started with the jersey thing. There's, cause there's not too much you could do with the jersey. So we wore it backwards. So nah, not even just wearing it backwards. We were all wearing jerseys, and it's like, look, who we like? Kobe, Ray Allen, T Mac, Vince Carter. Vince Carter. It's a bunch of dudes. We all look like we got drafted. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that kind of f- fell into the uniform look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that was that was a small blip in time. That was, yeah. That was that was short lived. Yo, yo, throwbacks maybe lasted three or four years, bro. Yeah. It was really short. But it was yeah. still, but it was still something where we all did the same exact. Nah, it was thing. a big, it was a big moment. Yeah. But for three years, we did the same exact it made, thing. It made Mitchell and Ness three hundred million dollars. It sure did. Yep. It sure did. Yep. And then it just took and one fall. <laughs> Everything done. <laughs> one ball. Don't want a suit. Get a tape it up. What? You know, Shout out to Jay Z for that. Word. But Thank again, God that's, we not that's but he was big with it too, though. Jay was big with it. He was. When he but, started. But him that speak, But that speaks to the power of when we he decide to, to walk away. Yeah, exactly. Because when he said that line, and what more can I say? I don't wear jerseys in thirty plus. Give me a crisp pair of jeans and a button up. Could you imagine the horror? Did you work for Mitchell and Ness? Man. When you got a guy that you gave tens of thousands of dollars of product to to just now suddenly shun your product? Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> Mitchell on a, was on tripping. A, on, a record, <laughs> on a record that millions of people are going to hear? Uh-huh. Jay, why you do that, man? <laughs> I could imagine the phone calls like, yo, Jay, oh, man, you really mean that? You <laughs> way? I mean, but oh we just sent you a shipment. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that don't matter. Oh, that's facts. Man. That's facts. We definitely did say that. We have power. Mm-hmm. We've always had it. We got to realize Those are it. examples of where it really flexes its muscle. And he was a trendsetter as well, too. So yeah. that line definitely did shut them down. Man. <laughs> that's crazy. But we could do it to Nike. We could do it to Adidas. We could do it, we could do it to anybody mm-hmm. if we realize that we have that power and just... Nah, that's not hot. Yep. Nah, we're not doing that. We good off of that. Yo, you doing that again this season? Like, imagine, like, those little phrases that we said to people in these meetings when they start yeah. showing us stuff. You doing that again? What? What you going to add to that? Can we, can we the make KD, the KD9s look like the 10s? The 10s? <laughs> and the 11s look like the, and the, 11s look like the Hardens? <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, so oh. we got to exude our power. Mm-hmm. We have to. And that's just what our mission is to like make people aware of the fact that they have it and then show them how to use it. Right. And you know, it's a duality because we help the brands get smarter too. Mm-hmm. We help the retailers try and not get people to walk out of their store with racks of clothes because they, they got one guy going in back to get, <laughs> get everything. Yo, that's, that was an awesome story. That's classic. Yeah. Word. That's, I, classic. that's why I said, wait, hold up. It wasn't nobody in the front on the register? <laughs> like, really? Like, and, and no surveillance camera. No surveillance camera. So you don't even know who did it. You can just walk Just right a rack of clothes that. missing. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, you know, those are the three places where we're trying to have the most impact on. Like, we ain't gonna be here forever. We gotta uh, give somebody else a shot. Yeah, that's for real. That's a fact. 
that's serious. For you, was mm-hmm. was hip hop more influential for you than athletics when it came to sneakers? Yes. So it was more influential than basketball. So like when Jordan, when I was younger, I was a good basketball player, but mm-hmm. I liked money more. So I never played for my high school team. All them dudes was at practice. I was at work. Gotcha. I was leaving school when school let out. Mm-hmm. I was already on the train headed into Manhattan going to work. They was at practice. Three, four, five, six o'clock. There was games. Like I never even attended one of my high school basketball teams games. But when we had gym in school, I was playing with all of them. I was just as good as all of them. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why you don't go out for the team? I like money too much. I like to buy sneakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> different, different. And if place. we gotta buy our own shoes, guess what? You need money. So that's where the name Paper Chaser come from? No. The name Paper Chaser comes from my ability to not be a dream killer for my friends. So, if any one of you guys had an idea and you approached me with it, I'm the guy who's one in ten, right? The first nine people you probably go to, they'll find a reason to tell you that your idea is not going to work. Yeah. I'm the person who's going to go, all right, so how far you want to take this? How far did you really think this is going to go? And it's a gift and a curse because now it's like, damn, son, I just had a quick idea. You jumped out the window with it. You got a whole flipping plan for this shit already. <laughs> but And they're like, yo, you just throwing random ideas out at me? Are you going to do something with it or are you just doing this for conversation? And then it turns people off and now I challenge them to live up to their idea. So that's the curse part of it. Yeah. The gift part of it is there's people who are really serious at times, and they know that if they have the conversation with me, I'm going to give them enough food for thought where they can actually push it to work and go for it. You know what I mean? So that's where the name came from, is from me being that person, as opposed to, man, you crazy. You can't do that shit. Why you want to open a chicken and waffle spot? We already got enough chicken and waffle spots. You know? Yeah. Influence your people. Build them up. Think out the box. Yeah, think out the box. And you know, in the last ten years, I've been more. That's been more important to me than probably previous years in my life. Even though I've always been that way, because through working with pencil mm-hmm. and even in our own, our own personal social studies journey, when we talk to parents, parents are big dream killers. Parents do like, here's your dreams. Ah, you're all of that. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. And. Watching parents say, nobody makes money drawing sneakers. Or, the only thing you could do in the sneaker industry is go work for a sneaker store. To just hear the ignorance That's come the out ignorance, of parents' yeah. mouth. Mm-hmm. You'll that, never make money you, playing video games. And you, yeah, that's the biggest one right <laughs> now. Where, that's the heard, biggest, yo, that is yo, the biggest I've one heard on the that planet so right much. now. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. That's they the had big, a draft for NBA 2K. A that's, draft. That's the biggest one on the planet right now, but... Parents out of ignorance will shut down some shit that, and we've seen it. Like mm-hmm. we've seen opportunities for kids' lives to change been totally squashed by ignorant parent going. Nobody gonna make money doing that shit. Boy, go back to the books. Go back to this. Go. So it's been even more important now to live up to the paper chasing name than before because, like, if parents don't understand some shit and they hear that. 
they get influences from outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, they already got ten darts ready. Shoot that shit shoot down. down. Yep, shoot it down. That's a fact. You know, so yeah, that's important now. The spelling of it, yes, is that was my next one. Thanks to flipping Nike and their five-letter limitations on the back of shoes. Nike ID. Nike ID. <laughs> Nike <yes>. ID. <laughs> so. There was 255 Elizabeth. You guys ever heard of 255 Elizabeth? 255 Elizabeth Street in New York City was the actual physical Nike ID store back in the days. Where you could actually go there and make your IDs. It was one of the few in the country. I believe it was the only one, but I can't remember it was so far back. But 255 Elizabeth. And back then, Air Force Ones was a big deal to get ID. You had to be a celebrity, actor, whatever. Like, so you had to have that juice. Mm-hmm. So my boy Jay hit me up. He's like, yo, I think I can get you an Air Force One done. <laughs> Going at the time, I was working for MTV. They're like, yo, I told him to work for MTV, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get you an Air Force done. Let's go. Got there. Waited around. He came back to me after going in the back and told me, like, yo, they did fill their quota for Air Force. And for the day, you can't do Air Force. I was like, all right, so let's go. He's like, nah, nah, do something, yo. I don't know if they're going to come here again. So I ended up doing a dunk. A dunk low. Crazy dunk low. Came out really good. But I was so frustrated by not being able to do Air Force. I took forever to color it up and finally did it. <laughs> then it got to the name. And I was like, five letters on the back of his shoes. All right, paperwork's on this one. How the hell am I going to spell Jason? Where people get it. And it took me forever to just realize you dropped the flipping E. So I finally figured that out. Uh-huh. And it went on the back of the shoes. And I've been spelling it that way ever since. You still have those shoes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah, I'll I got to make sure. I got to make sure. I would be shocked if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're a nice pair of dunk clothes. So I guess I have to send you guys a picture. Yes. Yeah, please. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. But that was the reason we were just spelling Nike with this stupid ass limitation. <laughs> Nike ID. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask you to look at your crystal ball real quick. In a few years, a brand that you think will be competing with the Nikes and Adidas and the Jordans of the world, do you see a company in maybe like a five to ten year span that will be mentioned with those guys? I don't want to think five to ten years out. The only reason why is because I like what a lot of little independent brands are doing now mm-hmm. to carve out their own space and you know one brand that I'm particularly fond of is my homeboys Josh and Brandon Brubaker they have a brand called Clearweather Brand they make some really dope shoes mm-hmm. and they've been doing some really interesting stuff you know last year they put out a collaboration shoe with Black Thought from the Roots they did a nice Kickstarter campaign for one of their models this year that you know should be coming out pretty soon yeah um just overall, you know, design language because, you know, Josh used to be one of the head designers for Supra. Mm-hmm. You know, back when Supra was hot, Bobby, Josh yeah. Baker was doing a lot of that stuff. And they were just like, fuck it, yo. We're going to start our own big. brand. Mm-hmm. And they just bounced and they just did it. And killing it right out of California. You know, are they super big? No. But they don't need to be. Yes. They got a respectable product line and they know what they're doing with it. You said it was called Clear Weather? Yeah, Clear, Clear Weather. Weather. Yeah. So I like what they're doing. You know, 
there's other smaller brands who are doing their thing. You know, Freeman Platt, which I believe is from another pencil student. Um, I'm just looking at indies to see what they're doing while they're small enough to not make the same mistakes. Yeah. You know, Adidas is Adidas, Nike is Nike, Puma's mm-hmm. Puma, Reebok's Reebok. Fila's Fila, like yeah. all those companies are who they are already. Exactly. You know, and earnings gonna be high or earnings gonna be low. It's whatever. But so if you start in a new sneaker company, do you lean lifestyle or do you lean performance based? No, I'm not starting a new sneaker. Well, not, I'm just saying, but I'm just saying if, I'm not. Oh, I'm not you're totally not doing not it in general. Okay. I'm not interested mm-hmm. because I see how much it takes. That would kill my passion for everything else I do to try and do a sneaker. I do a collaboration with a brand. Yeah. You know, one of those Big small, baller brand. One of those smaller <laughs> ones like how I mentioned, but not. I mean, you do a, if I do a collaboration with a big brand, mm-hmm. it needs to have a charitable component. Like all the money from the mm-hmm. shoes, since the shoes are Proceeds. lost leaders anyway. Yeah. Nobody makes money off of these collaborations regardless of what they mm-hmm. tell you. It needs to be that money needs to be going to some kind of charity, like direct to it, yeah. all of it, all, all of the, the money. money. Yeah, not like ten percent. Mm-hmm. You know, not you know, get a rebate and then none of the bullshit yeah. that they try to pull. Like we've already shut down three or four different collaborations we've had worked on over the years because no one wants to do a charitable component. I got sample shoes at home for collaborations that I never see the light of day because no one wanted to do the charitable piece. That's sad. That's crazy. That is sad. Are you talking know. about with the with the big brands though? Yeah. That, they already crazy. swimming in bread. Like, yeah. Why, like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Scrooge McDuck. Like, so I'm not interested <laughs> in doing shoes just to say we did a shoe. Yeah. Right. You know. You know. You look at me, my story. You look at D's story. Mm-hmm. You know, behind our journey in this business, thirty plus years for both of us. Yeah. We, then we're gonna do a victory lap now because we put out a fucking shoe. Word. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They tried like, and true and tested in this. Respect that. Respect 30 that. plus years for both of us. So now we're going to put a shoe in the shop and be like, yo! <laughs> That's clout chasing. Clout chasing. It's like you, you guys watch Atlanta? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So show. you guys remember the invisible car? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Love what that it would. Show, that's man. what it would be like to put out a sneaker right now, mm-hmm. just for the sake of putting out a sneaker. For us. Right, right, got you. We're totally not into that. Like, let's do some stuff with some people. Word, you know. That's actually helping reach and touch. And no people. brand wants to do that. They all want to capitalize on our name and our um, respect and leverage in the industry and notoriety and make money off it. But like, yo, it's a collab. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make any money off of it. It's a lost leader from jump. Because we don't want you to make 20,000 pairs of the shoe. Yeah. So that they can sit somewhere like so many other collabs yes. that we see that end up in Burlington and TJ Maxx yep. and Wells and, and people who collabs fail and then they backdoor them overseas to stores in Europe and you never get to see that they fail. Mm-hmm. I know too much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we need that. You nah, already know. We need the hidden. Listen, man. Listen, man. The knowledge we get right now, we Word. need that, I love bro. episodes I love like it. this. I well, love if we wasn't recording this, I still want to know. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I, just, I, love, I love hearing stuff like that because it opens up I, I, uh, a door that people don't know about. It's people fools, just don't know. Gold. Yeah. It's collaborations, it is, man. man. You know, like... You know, you got people who are up on Front Street making their bread, mm-hmm. you know. 
but like basically collabs are lost leaders for these big brands because they're not producing enough of them to it might as well know. be marketing dollars right exactly <laughs> yeah, right. they it might as well just be marketing dollars exactly. pretty much so you, any brand listening you're gonna put a shoe out with us it needs to be tied directly to a charity all of it. Q4, let's do it. Come on. Come let's on, Quinn. No, I wouldn't even put Q nah, under nah, that yeah. pressure. Yet. I want Q to get as much money. He needs yeah, to make the brand. Because he got a dope shoe, man. Word. I don't, want, do, I don't want Q to be in that spot. Word. Like, get all his money. I want him getting all, get all the bread. Get all the bread. Not part, not half. All, all his it. cash. Word. You know? But some of these bigger brands and more established brands, like, you guys are doing great stuff. Let's see what we can do with you guys. So we like this model, this model, and this model. Oh my God! No one's picked that model in years. Yeah, we did. Okay, That's so what we, we gonna do? Well, let's think about the retail accounts. Yo, it's charity. That's it. It's like Dornbecker. Yeah, I'm saying you can auction this stuff off, and it'll be like that'll be so dope if you did that. So. To hit the lot. I'm planning to make a million tonight. That's, <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's, that's why we haven't had a shoe yet. Uh, Trust me, there's samples of collaborations that never saw the light of day sitting in my house and Dave's house. Man, man. Just, that's crazy. We appreciate you taking the time out, dropping all this knowledge. Word, man. This was real, this man. was dope. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Nah, we gotta do this again. I told you, this yeah. is what I do. Yeah. You guys welcome me back. I'll be back. Yes, we definitely got to sure, do this again. Definitely. We're gonna bring you back with Fresco. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make this happen. Yeah, Fresco. Um, that's one of the things I had mentioned before we cut out too. We um just landed this dope partnership that's just getting off the ground with the New York Public Library System. So Fresco will be teaching at a bunch of different libraries throughout the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. Yes, those songs is getting some love. Yes. Finally, the Bronx <laughs> gets some love. Wherever we need to know. Yeah, we need to go. Be, yes. We gotta hit them up, man. So yeah. need to know. Because me and Mike, yeah, we, please, we in the community no. a lot in the Bronx doing stuff, so, so that'll we, definitely We help. just started that partnership. We got a couple of little you know, formalities to work out and finish. Yeah. Fresco's going to be doing that on Cisco. Oh, we uh, definitely going to be in them ones yeah. in the Bronx. It's probably going to be Fordham Library. Yeah, probably. That's the biggest. That's our hood. <laughs> that's our hood. That's it right there. Yes. So that's is, awesome. Yeah, that's so super dope. Just, that's dope. Just constantly trying to you know, elevate it. Yes. You know, get the right partnerships with we need more stuff like that. It's that time, y'all. Random thought segment. Don't got to be sneaker related. Anything that's on your mind. Whatever you want to talk about right now. You guys go first. <laughs> Let me go, go first. Go ahead, go Joey. Joey. Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead, man. This one right here. Go ahead. Is, is, I'm throwing the lifeline out to all, to, to all my fellow LeBron fans. <laughs> Probably on suicide watch right now. By the time the release of this episode, we should be good and swept by now. <laughs> it's probably over. He's probably oh. he's probably already booked the plane tickets yep. to LA or Philly or San Antonio. <laughs> it was a good run. That's cool. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Couple forty point games, game winners, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It looked it was fun while it lasted. You know what I'm saying? Kyrie left. Got a chip a couple couple times back and forth to the finals. The reality hit. You know what I'm saying? The reality hit. You know what I'm saying? Katie went over there with them boys. 
It was already trouble with them boys before he got there. Then you put KD there. Then you put KD there, whose mid range is on a thousand. Amethyst badge, all the way up. sliders all the way up, <laughs> mid range amethyst badge, KD dead eye, dead eye badge. Every 2K badge, microwave, microwave badge. Never get cold. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good run, man. It was cool. Now, now one thing I gotta say is, super LeBron fans, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about the dumb ones, the LeBron sexual motherfuckers. The, <laughs> like, yo, wow, never heard that. you never heard LeBron sexuals? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, look, I wanna differentiate myself between these these people because I'm a super LeBron fan you, mm-hmm. y'all know I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I was, I'm a LeBron fan for the longest I've been a Kobe fan a T-Mac fan all of that but right now I'm like I've been the illest LeBron fan and we just gotta take this one to the chin this is what happens. Dudes do sometimes. Talk not every, nobody. Not everybody not is undefeated. Exactly. Enjoy the run. Enjoy the Except run. Jordan. But <laughs> I'm tired of seeing the excuses online. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. They talking about he ain't got no help. That's not true. How, how many times I said that, Rose? How many times I said that? I'm a Knicks fan. But man. Look, same here. But but I'm sorry, Joe, to cut you off. Nah, but it's all good. I was rooting for LeBron to make it happen and hopefully stop them from getting this ring. But, but look, it's over. We man, got that's let's, it. It's done. But look, one thing, one thing I haven't seen online yet, as far as well, the LeBron haters, they on they on the net. Yeah. They on their net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as like real LeBron fans, that's gonna keep it a buck. Nobody's keeping it a buck. Nobody's saying yo. When it when it came time to switch. And they set that little weak-ass screen where Curry came and act like he was setting the pick, and LeBron just switched off and let uh-huh. Kevin Love guard him. Yep. And LeBron ran. Mm-hmm. Nobody's keeping it a buck about that. Oh, when we switched and we got Steph Curry guarding him at the end of game one? I wasn't too mad at that decision because mm. he's known the past, but at the same time... That still was wide open, though. That's what LeBron that, does, nah, 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 nah. I'm not even talking about that. I'm not even talking about game oh, one. Okay. I'm talking about game three, <laughs> where mm-hmm. the game was in the balance. They going back and forth. Nobody can stop nobody. They score on one end. They score on the other one. LeBron ain't make it happen. Nope. Game one, you could blame on 100,000 different... Freak accidents want, that didn't go. I want LeBron shooting that last shot. Of course, way of course you do. Of night. course you do. But there was there was more there was more more than that going on that prevented the win for the Cavs. No, no, definitely. But but but, in, but but look, and this but this this is going to your point. In Game Three, mm-hmm. there was nothing else. Yep. There was the it wasn't a crazy call by the refs. Mm-hmm. The refs was going in the Cavs' favor, they were, they if were. anything. There were, Steph was off. Everything was going in the Cavs' favor. Yep. It, all LeBron had to do was close the deal, and he did it. Yep. That's, That's that. Simple. It's that simple. That's that. And KD had one of the most efficient, smoothest 40s. What was it? 43 on 23 shots? Yeah. Like, the smooth, <laughs> one of the smoothest, efficient 40s. That. 
on anybody. With seven assists on top of that? Seven assists and like 12 rebounds. Like, now, granted, that's kind of an average, not an average game, but that's like, that's more of a regular game for LeBron than it would be mm-hmm. for like KD. But that ain't the point. Because I seen, I just wanted to say that because I seen people saying, oh, well, that's a regular game for LeBron. He always had 40, 10, and whatever. But it's the timing that he did it. Yeah. KD did it when exactly LeBron when played. it but was LeBron, supposed to LeBron have a triple double in game three not game yeah, yeah he, he had a triple he double, he a triple and, double. Cool. and it's cool it's cool like and I and I and I'll tell and I'll and I'll and I'll what I say to that is the same thing I say about Westbrook whoop de doo you got a triple double where's the W's where's the game changing plays where's the momentum shifters exactly. where's the you know what I'm saying you gotta pull you gotta Steph pull that, that out. That. He hit that three. Yeah. That Steph three hit the, was he straight. got the layup. That three And he pulled up and hit that three, three. when they needed it. Yep. But I can't. This guy is great, man. Like, because, because, that, because that set the stage for what KD came from. Exactly. Yeah. Like, come on, I mean, man. well, KD, well, the reason why people don't like KD right now is because of the benefit that he reaped from. Just yeah, staying there, just having KD, just having Steph and Clay on the floor because it spreads the court automatically. The whole reason that he cooked that way is because LeBron wishes he had a Steph and Clay. Of course, of course, he had a Kyrie at at one point, but he he wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. If he had, all right, let's say this though: if he had Kyrie in Mm -hmm. Game One, do they win Game One? Well, I think they win. If he had Kyrie, do they win Game One? In Game One, I I feel like. They win by five or something like yeah, that. Well, probably. game one was the J.R. Smith debacle. Yes. Yeah. So they probably I do. I don't think Kyrie. I don't think J.R. Smith's on the floor if Kyrie was there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you got a more efficient they, they scorer lose, there. They to lose help game. Win that they game. lose game two because that was the Steph game. Right, Steph, right. Went Steph went bananas. He was on. He was. He was crazy. Game three was. It was a KD game, but nobody else scored. Now. And they they didn't. It's not like they won by twenty. They it was won, a close game. All it was a close game all the way up to the end. So with Kyrie, who we could safely bet with our eyes closed, Kyrie's having fifteen points mm-hmm. or more. Yeah, it's but just, I'm just I'm just saying is, I'm just saying I'm just saying minimum. Kyrie's having fifteen points. If that game isn't close, at, at, at least it's like they they win they win that by five points or something like that. Mm-hmm. I would say that. So it's a it's a series. It's not it's not a sweep. It's a series. So, and Kyrie's a Celtic man. Yup. <laughs> what can you do about it? Slim Reaper. Yeah, yeah, man. So if you a LeBron fan like me, just give KD them props, boy. Mm-hmm. He lit it up. He did That's what he was it. supposed and to nothing do. Nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Stop hating. Stop hating. That's that it. wrong. What you got? All right. Well. I was um I was with my daughter and me and her was rolling, you know, doing what she gotta do. She's graduating high school this year. So work. Yeah, shout out to my daughter Jalea. And uh Insert class. there was a lady wearing Macy's getting some shoes for her for her graduation. And there's a younger lady in the vicinity and then there's a older lady. So the older lady the older lady says, Um, you saw that I was getting those shoes and you know you snatched them kind of like out of my hand so the the little the younger girl goes what bitch like Ooh. so 
the older lady says this phrase that I'm gonna use forever. She said, you need to talk to me nice. <laughs> That phase right there just shut the little girl. You need to talk to me nice. I'm an older lady, and you're like, what? 17, 18, 19? You need to talk to me nice, and you need to go over there with your mother right now because I'm about to tell her what you said to me. Like, wow, those words were powerful. Talk to me nice. I like that phase. As she should. I like that phase. Exactly, as she should. But that phase alone, talk to me nice, I'm using that for everything. <laughs> Talk to me nice, man. Talk That's to it. me nice, yo. Yo, a younger kid ever disrespect. Yo, you know what, man? You need to talk to me nice, man. <laughs> if it's a, if anybody talk to me nice, man, that face right now, <laughs> I'm using that forever, B. I love that, man. That's my random thought right there, and we can move on. Now, what's, fun- nice. what's funny about that is, with all these fools that I deal with in certain segments of the sneaker industry, I'm more like the little girl. Look, bitch. <laughs> Look, bitch. There is no talk to me. Look, bitch. <laughs> oh, snap. It's crazy, bitch. So, oh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that. Yeah, nice. Talk to me nice, man. You want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. <laughs> all right. I'm so like now. Uh, all right. We do this with every guest. We got a different engineer. Shout out to Caleb. What up, bro? We got Caleb, a different. Here comes the bullshit. No, no, no. It's very interesting. So, it's just two things I got to speak on real quick. All right. Yo, you know what it is already. All right. So, number one, Stevie Wonder is no longer blind. Stevie Wonder is not a blind man. This man can see. He has been seeing for years, and it's gonna come out soon that this man can see. Okay. Here we go. He definitely can see. He's at Kobe's last game. Why is he sitting front row? Why is Stevie Wonder sitting front row at Kobe Bryant's last game? (laughs) Why is he driving cars? Stevie Wonder was driving cars. What blind man do you know can drive a car? (laughs) Have you ever seen a blind man drive a car? Was he oh, by, video was he by himself? He's was he Oprah. by himself, He though? was with Oprah Winfrey driving okay. a car. She's in the car with him. It's, it, it, wait, wait. Tell in about, a parking about. lot. Okay, I get it. But Stop Oprah arguing was, with him. No, 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 we do this every fucking episode. No, but, no he, I don't remember him saying no, Oprah, man. Yes, no. <laughs> so we keep Oprah, giving him more. Oprah was in the driver's seat. Yeah. No, she's she's on the other side. He's driving the car. So how you know Oprah wasn't in the driver's seat and he was in the passenger seat? No, he's behind the wheel, moving the wheel. That was a toy driver <laughs> wheel, and he was just practicing was, while was, Oprah was no, driving. It was man. a Tesla. It was a Tesla. They have self-driving cars. This was back in like 2005. <laughs> uh-uh, this isn't recent. Oh, wow. He had his head out the car window and he's driving. You're gonna be here for another three hours. What's your next round? My next random thought. <laughs> oh, this one, forget it. Next random thought. Dinosaurs are not real. They were never real. Never existed. Dinosaurs are something that is made up. It's a figment of our imagination. Dinosaurs never. Dinosaurs never existed. Ever. That's a. Dinosaurs still exist. Dinosaurs like never existed. Yo, stop. Don't Yo, even argue with never, him. Just let him. Just let him get the shit never, off so we can move on. None of y'all have ever seen a dinosaur, ever. You haven't either. Exactly my point, because they don't exist. I've never seen one. You're right. None of us ever. There's, that, that, <laughs> never. That's inconsequential. Never. That's ever inconsequential. seen one. That's inconsequential. That's nothing to the do with them not existing. All that stuff is fake. All that is fake. 
He said, we never seen a dinosaur. Like, we would see a... Like, we supposed to go up Utica. <laughs> and be like, there it is. See, look, you was lying like, this whole time. Like, like, we supposed to be in Ain't the deep in the... sea in the water and Ain't... not see a dinosaur. Ain't nothing in the jungle, no references, nothing that looked like a dinosaur. You look like a dinosaur. Ain't nothing looked like a dinosaur. Wow. We can end it on this, guys. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Just being real. Just being I got, real. I got nothing to close out. He does this every fucking guest, man. Yeah, yeah. man. He does nothing. this every Thank you, time, sir. man. Thank you, sir. Look at that. You see? Thank you very much. Every time I just convince people more and more. This is the Soul Searching Podcast. Your boy Soulful Mike on the check-in. Follow us at Soul3 Searching. On yeah. IG uh-huh. underscore soul searching on Twitter. Tell them where we at. Expand your mind. We on most mo- don't ex- we on most don't social ex- media. Yeah, you know. So don't just, accept these things as in, facts. Man. Don't, and don't believe that, facts. that that dinosaur and Steve. Expand your stuff, mind. Stevie Wonder's not blind. Yeah. Go ahead. Do your tags. Do your tags. It's just me, bro. It's just me, bro. Uptown, downtown. Man, <laughs> I can't even say my. I can't even <laughs> say my joint, man. But you know what, man? That talk to me nice thing, man. I'm definitely using that. So watch how you talk to me, man. Because I'm gonna tell you, you need to talk to me nice. Word <laughs> for real, man. That's the, yo, that lady because she says like something nice. That sounds like a fabulous song. That sounds like a fabulous song. Word, man. No, fab don't even do it, bro. Come on, man. That's your song. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's Joey Gold 24K, a.k.a. Joey Golden, problematic in stores, all on all platforms. Go to JoeyGold24K.com. Get you a shirt, get you some music, sit your ass down, meditate or something. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> the album is fire, though. I'm going to let y'all know that. I appreciate y'all need that, to man. listen to it. Oh man, I gotta thank you guys, man. Thank <laughs> no, thank you. Thank no, you. we yes. thank you, man. You put us on a lot of stuff, yes. man. We appreciate you for real. Well, hopefully, I'll be back again to share some more in the future. Uh, definitely, but, uh, no, that's definitely gonna, gonna, gonna happen. Gonna <laughs> you and Frisco, definitely. y'all gonna be here with us. Your guests can follow me at OSD underscore Paper Chaser. That's P A P E R C H A S R on IG. You can also follow the Social Studies. Sneaker Industry Education Program on IG at Social S O L E C I A L Study S T U D Y. Yes. So you can catch us through everything through that. We respond rather quickly on everything. So and we'll be giving y'all updates as well. Same with the library stuff. So yeah. We'll give Letting as many know. feed much, and much you, feedback and, as possible. And, 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 and you could catch us there too, supporting man. Yes, Definitely, yes. man. Appreciate Make sure. stuff yeah, happen, y'all. man. Appreciate it. We out of here, y'all. Yeah. Peace. We out.